The Bostonian versus the book is being brought to you by our friends at Malinlabecigars.com. Malinlabe cigars are premium cigars. Each cigar is a true puro, 100% organic Cuban leaf binder and filler cigar with a 15 Habano wrapper. These cigars are always produced in small batches, and once they are gone, they're gone. Right now, as an introductory offer to the brigade, Malinlabe has a four-pack cigar sampler assortment on sale for just $75. All four are premium cigars that are sure to define the luxury experience you would come to expect. Malinlabe also offers for single barrel bourbon maple whiskey and amazing coffee that can be combined to make a wonderful gift box if a brigade member buys a set cigars, coffee, and whiskey. Mall and Labe will include whiskey glasses, coffee mugs, and a decorative ashtray to complete the experience. Log on to mallandlabecigars.com. That's M-O-L-O-N-L-A-B-E cigars.com. Or check out the link on the BVB Discord channel at bvbshow.com. Mall and Labe Cigars, the premium cigar for those with discerning tastes. The Bostonian is Matt Perrault. This is our f- city. The book is Dave Sherapan. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Together, they are the Bostonian versus the book. You covered! You covered! 12. I covered! Follow the show on Twitter at Boston versus the book. How do you like them, Matt? Bringing you the best insight on sports betting news, Matt and Dave's daily picks, and an entertaining and unfiltered dive into the sports betting industry. Here's Dave Sherapan and Matt Peralt. And here we go. It is not your imagination. We are on, we are on live. It is earlier than normal. It is the okay. Bostonian versus the book a couple hours before we normally get rolling here. Okay. Early start time for you yeah. East Coast folks. It's a lunchtown crowd, like lunchtime crowd. <laughs> it is a morning show for us here in Vegas. It's just past yeah. nine o'clock. Dave Sheriff <laughs> and the book map brought the Bostonian. I've got things going on here with my life. So that's what we're on earlier. In case you're wondering, replay on Sports Grid, same time. Re- replay on Sirius XM channel 159. Same time as normal, just a live show earlier. For you guys in the chat, thank you for being here. I know right. some of you like the early times. Some of you dislike the early times because it gets you out of whack. You're like, wait a minute. Two hours early. Yeah, yeah. just for just for a day. Tomorrow we'll call Friday back to our normal time. But back to normal time. How are you? Are you ready? You got the hot coffee today. So let's I'm curious as to what you're going to be like today. Oh, yeah. How are you on this Thursday? I'm fired up. It's 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 excellent. Um, the boys are all here, everybody's filing in. Nice. Uh it's early, yes, for us on the West Coast. It's midtime, lunchtime, middle of the day, whatever you want to call it on the East Coast. We're head to head up against Pat and the boys. That's a whole nother thing. I'm not worried about that. They're not worried about us. We like them. They like us. You can be there. You can be here. You can be in both places, not at the same time. But what this will allow us to do will be to live longer on the audio podcast. That is true. Go download that anywhere you are, wherever you get podcasts, and you'll get it earlier today, which Mm -hmm. we'll put it to the chat at the end. And mm-hmm. see if you like this time, you don't like this time. We'll ask. It won't matter what you answer because we're doing the show when we got to do the show. <laughs> Today, we got to do the show a little earlier because, yes, you got some business to take care of. That's my favorite thing about today is that we have the flexibility mm. to move the start time of the show when life happens. Mm-hmm. And today, life happens, but that's mm-hmm. okay because mm-hmm. we're going to do the show as such as is hit the like button hit the subscribe button 
everybody's ready. P. Raw. I mean, I got I got to ask you though. Like you started with this with this Steelers Patriots 2004 thing today on the Twitter. Who was that guy that said that? Who Asante was Samuel? Who Asante Samuel? Oh, <laughs> did he play? Did he pl- Come on, bro. Did he play? I'm just I'm, that was Asante's, a long time ago. Asante My memory Samuel is it's one of the best cornerbacks in the league for about five seasons. Oh, that's right. He was good. That's right. Yeah, I yeah. now I remember. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What's he talking about that 19 years later for? He's doing a podcast. He's a content guy now. So he's everybody's he, a content guy now. But you're I mean, I think it was on the Jerome Bettis show, the same show you're on, where Ben Roethlisberger and Jerome Bettis accused the Patriots of cheating in 2004. So Asante Samuel said, Whoa, 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 what the hell are you talking about? We didn't cheat anything in 2004. No cheating went on because they were referencing no a play. That's one play. But Anything. you can't start with that. Sorry, Will. You can't start with that shit first thing in the morning. You got me all fired up. I got the Pittsburgh gear on. <laughs> I got every Pittsburgh hat I got today for all the right. show. Every single one I could find. I got. Do you, over here do you have a, a mortuary's hat too for the Pirates? Because you gotta get. You gotta close right. the casket. You Listen, gotta like. You know. Are we gonna have more wins in the Red Sox? <laughs> I don't know. It may it's be right. Damn close, huh? Right. It's right. Uh, is it damn close? Can you believe know. that the Red Sox were like? destined to cash the over on their number, and now they got to sweep the weekend to get the over on their season win number? you believe this? That's Wetzel awful. said it last night on Sports Grid. I was like, Wetzel. He's like, I was spending the money. They had 69 wins going into uh, uh, September. Yeah. Lost four he's, games in a row. Wow, the Sox actually have a negative run differential now. How about that? <laughs> Whoa, that's crazy. That's yeah. how bad things have gotten for them over the last month. Whoa, that's yeah. that's nuts. Uh, 76 to 74. All we got to do is win one game and we'll have more wins than you guys, or at least tied. It's amazing though, because your season win total was 13 wins higher than this. That is true. That that is, that is very true. But we also don't play in a, in a cupcake division. So cupcake division. Yeah. Kind of, you know, so, uh, it's 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 kind of tough. To, the Sox you have like 70s. that today. That's Sox. how that. Yeah, want to know how it's going to be? That's how the it's going to be today. The Sox have seventy six wins. They're in last place. Uh, the Cardinals have sixty nine wins, and they're in last place. First so. time since like nineteen eighty something that the Pirates finish ahead of the Cardinals in a division. Other than the, wow, uh, well, no, they finished behind them in the two years they won the wild card. The Cardinals won a division. I mean, it is kind of crazy. Yankees, Red Sox, Cardinals, right? Three of the most diehard fan bases. Most all cacao. Baseball, baseball cities. Yeah. Horrible. Bad, bad. <laughs> absolutely. Bad, absolutely bad. Horrible. Yes. Uh, we're going to talk some Ryder Cup, some fantasy football, and gambling with Tom Lippard in about oh. 25 minutes. Local guy here in Vegas that will bring on Pro Gambler that we're going to talk to him about some plays and picks and thoughts. And yeah. Ryder Cup, we've got the the Thursday pairing that came out uh, for the Ryder Cup for the first, or, yes, or Friday pairing, sorry. Oh, for it's, the, t- it's tonight, our time, West Coast. Overnight, yes, Friday. Right? Yes, for Friday, right? So, yeah, so the, you got you to gotta make these plays today. By the time we're on tonight on the replay on Sports Grid and Series XM 159, they will be playing, or they will be starting the second hour of the replay of the show. So, yeah, Lip's a, a pro golf guy. Like, I mean, he's around it. He plays. He bets it. He's very sharp. So he'll have some some looks at that, hopefully. You know, along with, yeah, he's he's going to have something to say about the fantasy situation. Yeah. And, you know, he does the contest. Last year or the year before, he took down the first quarter in the Westgate. Ooh. 25 dimes picked up, just went down, picked up. 
went to dinner with them after. It was very nice. Oh, very nice. Let's let's see what happens. We know some people that might be in line to. Oh, don't even say it. Stop. He was talking to me about it last night. I I was DMing with him last night on it. He is nervous, by the way. I told you he would be. Stop talking about it. We just need one. I don't believe any of the nonsense. I just told him to stop thinking in fire. Did it tell him not to use Thursday game? I don't think he's using a Thursday game. Thank. Okay. I yeah, talk, I, I said, don't use the Thursday game. We're going to talk about the Thursday game, Detroit, yeah, no, Green no, no. Bay. It's a, it's, a, it's a divisional game on top of that. I It's a, it's a one and a half point spread. On a don't use game. it. Yeah, don't use tonight. No, if, you, if you're in a contest tonight, don't use it for Survivor. Don't use it for picks. Don't use tonight. Tonight's a bad game to play. Sometimes I say to the people, don't listen to the shit that Pete Rawls says, but mm-hmm. right there. Put that shit on rewind and listen to exactly what this man said just now. Don't use the game tonight. It's a coin flip. It ain't going to be no easy game. Mm. There's other games on a weekend that are better than this game. And mm. there's still some things we need to know before the weekend. You can't put all the picks in today for the weekend. Mm-hmm. No way. Right. No way. Uh, let's start with basketball because we'll get to baseball and football next. And just yep. what happened during the show yesterday. Dame Lillard has been traded to the Bucks from Portland. They went immediately to the odds on favor to win the NBA championship. But at yep. further digestion of this trade. Well, what's your take? Because I have flipped on mine. Phoenix did good. They did. Phoenix did good. Uh, they changed the way their team's going to be, but that's a good thing, mm-hmm. I, I think. Um, I think this 100% is going to work in Milwaukee as long as they play. Um, multiple people have told me that uh, Drew Holiday's not going to be a Portland Trailblazer. He's not. Nope. No, they're shopping him right now. He could be traded. Oh. He, he could be gone today. Is he going to Boston? Have you heard this nonsense? Yeah, Boston is getting a package together for him, but there's not a guarantee that they're going to get him. It, Holiday's going to be a very hot commodity. He's a very good player. He can do a bunch of different things. Defensively, more than anything, Boston. That's why Boston wants him to replace Marcus Smart. Right. I think the Bucks actually, as a full unit, got worse yesterday by this trade. I can't help but think of one thing when you do that. <laughs> I know. If you get the show and you've seen the show, you know what we're talking about there when, when you just do this. Yeah. What is what is your thought? What is the thing? So remember when like there's been teams that have added superstar players, but the depth has been just destroyed. Correct. That's what happened with Milwaukee last night. I think losing Grayson Allen and losing Drew Holiday is going to be really problematic. Damian Lillard's a phenomenal player, okay? He doesn't guard anyone. He doesn't he, he has no interest in playing defense. Oh. Drew Holiday is one of the best defenders in the game and you have to guard wings in the East. Really good wings <sighs> in the East. Jimmy Butler, Jason Tatum. Milwaukee really right now doesn't have a great matchup. They've got Giannis, who is the ultimate mismatch. Right. And you have a killer in Dame. I'll give you that. Right. But in the regular season, Grayson Allen played a lot of key moments and key minutes for that team. Hit a bunch of big shots for them last year. What round did they lose in last year? First round. First round. To a killer. First round loss. They they lost to Jimmy. They lost to a killer. They've got a killer. I'm not going to debate that point. I mean, Dame, let's see what he does in the playoffs with Milwaukee. They'll get there, obviously. I'm just not sold. I think this roster still needs some work. If I'm the Bucs, I'm not done. 
I'm gonna try to figure out what to do. But the Middleton, Middleton's still on the team. He is. Yeah, I'm not a very big. My man's gonna thrive now. Chris Middleton. He could. I'm not a very. He's big gonna fan. thrive. He's number okay. three. Is he gonna be healthy? He hasn't been healthy in two years. Stand on that wing and knock it down. Leave us alone. Okay. If Milton's healthy, you're right. That's a three-headed monster, and it's going to be a very difficult matchup for most teams. Boston can handle it. Other teams in the West can handle it. But the funny part about the story and the real fallout from this story is that the Miami Heat offered a much better package than what Portland ultimately said yes to. And this is where no trade clauses come in. Dame didn't have one. So Dame went public and said, I'm going to Miami. That's it. The team just said, yeah. Fagazi, we'll do what we want. We'll go wherever you want. We'll trade you where we want. We're not sending you to Miami because Miami offered, I mean, three first round picks, a first round swap. They offered two other players, including Tyler Hero. Nope. Not even. Supposedly, what Portland asked for was either Jimmy Butler or Bam Adebayo. And if either one of those players were not in the package, they were not listening to the Miami Heat. So what's wrong with that? Nothing, but Miami pivoted and gave more than what Milwaukee ultimately gave up to get. Did they Dave. give them who they wanted? Did they give either one of them? No. I mean, they wanted, they, so he was never like, going. We're going to talk about fantasy, talking about trades. Yep. You could give me all your shit and maybe it perceived to be better, but I want the, one of those two guys. You're not giving me those two guys. I hang up the phone. I'm going to go trade you somewhere else. Fair, but it was also because they went to the league office and said, we're never going to trade him, trade Dame to Miami, because if we do this, we're giving a player all the leverage. Like when a player comes out and says, we, I want to go to one place and one place only, there's no more leverage to have from a trade market. And so the trailblazers were working with the NBA essentially to make sure that, that not, not make sure the trade never happened, but that if it did, Portland was going to win it on such an overwhelming way that it would be like, okay, they had to trade him there. Like they, they got everything that they wanted because Milwaukee, what in this three team trade as to where Dame winds up with the bucks is not as good of a return for Portland as what they would have gotten from Miami with a one-to-one trade. That's their prerogative. They're, you know, they can do whatever trade they want. Of course. That's why you players who don't have no trade clauses. That's absolutely the problem, right? If you have a no trade clause, you want the opportunity to flex that he didn't have it. And so he signed to hit three years left on his deal. And I, I'll be very curious to see how this works. This is going to be a lot of fun because you mentioned it yesterday that no one's betting any, anybody else, right? It was automatically going straight to you know, Milwaukee and Boston, Milwaukee, right? And then everybody else literally in the East, there's not anyone else. They're not betting anyone else. Cleveland, uh-uh. Sixers, come on. Toronto, no. Nah. Knicks, laughable. It's, it's, it, I mean, I think you just pencil in the Eastern Conference Finals. They're playing. Barring injury, it's Boston and Milwaukee. Dice for coming. A lot of green. Pick your green. It's going to be really interesting. Is that good, though, if you just if you know the playoffs already? Uh, I mean, wasn't that the NBA for the longest time? It was just a matter of time with them. Whether it was going to be Lakers at Celtics or Celtics at Lakers mm-hmm. back when we were kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was the league. And then you need a you need a team to come up. You know, I'll never forget when the Houston Rockets won the won the NBA championship. I was like, how did that even happen? Ha. Mm-hmm. 83, the Sixers beat the Celtics and got to play 
in the championship, Dr. J, and I was that's that was one of my favorite teams of all time because it wasn't the Lakers or the Celtics. Right. Sixers. Let's go. Um the West isn't like that. No, not at all. And Dame's going to have to say a lot. I think what Dame says in the in the press conference when they introduce him in Milwaukee, I mean, basically everybody, all the Portland media, all the Miami media, I mean, Miami media is furious. Like Miami fans are furious that this, this went down this way. Like they really thought they were getting Damian Lillard to put him with Bam and Jimmy. And now that's not happening. And you talked about the odds after the trade yesterday on the show. I mean, Miami's what, 30 to 1? Yeah. I mean, like <laughs> they're not even really in the conversation, no. even though they went to the finals last year. So I, I think there's a lot of that was supposed to be the guy like Dame going to South Beach and teaming up with those two guys down there was supposed to be the fix to have them be competitive with Boston and Milwaukee. And now they're not going to be competitive with Boston and Milwaukee. They had their one shot. It felt like it was a one and done. And now we'll see what happens. I think Miami should trade Jimmy Butler, but. That's probably not going to happen. Jimmy likes Miami a lot. So, Dave, I mean, Jimmy went wow. on social. Fandle put up the NBA finals. Yeah. The, the matchups. Exactus. Yeah. Just just pick the finals. Milwaukee versus the Suns is the favorite. Eight wow. I don't agree with that. Milwaukee versus Denver is the second favorite, nine to one. And then it's Boston Phoenix is 11. Yeah. And Boston Denver is 12. The next one. All involved Milwaukee. Every huh. single one. Milwaukee Lakers, Milwaukee Golden State, Milwaukee Memphis, Milwaukee and the Clippers. Then Milwaukee it's Boston Lakers. against all those teams. What's the I mean, worst? What, what's like Boston versus the Lakers? 100 to 1? No, Boston versus the Lakers is 27 to 1. Yikes, that's wrong. <laughs> that is so wrong. That is not even close. The Lakers to me. are not going to the finals. I don't know who needs to hear it. Yeah, that's so wrong. <laughs> the Lakers are the second or the third choice in the West behind Denver and Phoenix. And then it's the Lakers. The Lakers are too old. They're not healthy enough. Every single year, the people come into town and bet the Lakers to win a championship. And I would say, Come in, set them a limo, bring them in, let them bet whatever they want. Let's get all the Laker money we can in October while we can because they're going to get hurt. Right. Just get it all. Get as much as you can. Keep the prices up on the other teams because hopefully they'll bet someone else right. and go from there because, listen, it would be a hell of a story and a way to be a perfect walk-off for LeBron, win a championship on the way out. Talk about depth. They don't got it. Talk about health. They don't got it. What twenty-seven to one Celtics Lakers? Your your price is better, and sometimes your prices are way off. <laughs> but True. we need that right there. Yeah. They ain't winning. Come on, that's that's what the what are we doing? That's crazy. What are we doing is right. So obviously, we have a lot of time to get in NBA futures and NBA conversations. But the the final, I think, kind of piece to this is you mentioned the Suns. Like quietly, I think the Suns may have come out the best out of anybody on this. A lot of people that I respect with NBA opinion said the same exact thing to me. Said, don't sleep on what the Suns just did. Now they have depth. They have. Because they didn't have it last year. That was their problem. They traded away their depth and they didn't have anything. When they got Kevin Durant, they didn't have any depth because they gave it all up to Brooklyn. That's it. Look at you frozen. Oh my God. Look at that face. Somebody Mm -hmm. captioned that picture. Holy crap. There you're back. Okay. 
So it's like, that's going to be the, I mean, they've got the depth back Yes. So now. Okay. We'll, well, let's see what they do. I don't, where are you on Chris Paul? I got to wait and see. I mean, that's because the, the warriors, the warriors might be giving him up <laughs> to go get Drew holiday. Man. Chris Maddox reports that the, that the Warriors have the capital. They have the prospects. They've got the ability to go to Portland and say, here, we'll give you Chris Paul. We'll give you a couple other players. Kavinga, first round picks. Give us Drew Holiday. Holiday on the Warriors is a monster move. That is a monster move. If that were to go down. So, like, we're not done. Like, yeah, we're, we're, we're not done. All that dirty work and... Uh... He becomes that Iguodala character that they had when Andre was doing it, whenever they winning their championships, right? right? Like he becomes that guy. You can leave the Splash Brothers to just do their thing and not have mm. to worry about that other stuff. Mm. Drew ain't taking that crap from anybody. Mm. Ah, that's a good one. Chris Paul's old. You know, he's beat up. He gets so close. How do you keep getting so close and you can't get a championship? If they ship him to Portland, he got to be like, man, what are you guys doing? Like, I got to yeah. finish out here. We're playing for the lottery spot. Yeah, it's a mess. Yeah. All right, let's talk quick baseball. Tommy Lips is going to come in here in a couple of minutes. He's already kind of getting his shot set up. So once he's good oh, to go, we will. Make sure he's he has out. headphones. He's out. I don't know. He's outside, it looks like. Is he? Yeah, he's because he's wearing dolphin shirts. I think he might be burning dolphins. Oh my God, Rob Johnson jerseys. He's wearing all sorts of crazy stuff. So oh, oh we'll, we'll go ahead and have that. Up. I told him, I told him, be ready. Oh, <laughs> it's God. fine. It's, it's all good. We, we got you in a second, Tommy. Hold on. Uh, I got a couple of things I got to say before. Yeah. To the Chicago Cubs broadcasters <laughs> oh, we're who were, do this right who were angry <laughs> that the Cubs oh, had no. to wait. Your season's already the fuck over. Oh, there's right? not mathematically eliminated yet. We've never seen 4070 before. Four, he, Ronald Acuna Jr. created the 4070 club last night. Just one member. Really damn impressive. Very. Stopping to change the base out yes. is very much protocol. And they're at home. Right. They're the best team in baseball. All true. They are the odds on favor to win the whole thing. Acuna is the MVP. No question. You decided to have a rookie come in for his first ever save appearance in a game you had to have last night. And you're actually going to criticize the Braves for stopping to honor Acuna last night. What is wrong with you? It's a sad situation. They, they had both games won yesterday, the day before. And they blew they them both. <laughs> I watched them both. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. The Braves are so fun. They're so fun. It's They're never out of a game. Never. never. No matter what the score is, Damn it. never out of it. Ever. It's so fun. It's not part, fun when you're rooting against them, but I you're know, right. But like, it's so fun when you're looking at the lineup and you're like, you know, most times you're like, oh, man, it's the bottom of the order. Don't matter for them. <laughs> it don't matter. Doesn't matter. Uh, no matter who it is, no matter what part of the lineup, no matter what inning it is, doesn't matter. They just won't stop. And when their top guys are back up with key moments, I mean, Acuna was over three last night before he did what he did. Single, stolen base, game-winning run. <sighs> so tough. To, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Why is that tough? It's not tough. It's awesome. It is fun to watch, but when you're rooting against them, like you need a team to beat them. Uh, like which well, team yeah. is going to beat them in the National League? It's just, no. it's, it's, I don't know. Which I team? need one star Gorov to go play taps for the Cubs. Oh. See you later. Well, I mean, the Goodbye. Pirates will have something to say about that against the Marlins over the weekend. The Pirates can play the Marlins tough, take two of three, and the Cubs, could. you know, get two of three, and then. Goodness gracious, what if they tie and they have to have another one-game playoff? Well, we got all that. I'm, I've got a full okay. – I'm going to break down. Oh, There's right. two, three, and four-team tiebreaker scenarios currently oh. being put out by Major League Baseball today Goodness as gracious. to what ends up happening at the end of the year when we get to Sunday, what ends up happening, how many different teams could play who, where, when, how do we put on the playoffs. It's all pretty wild, to be honest yeah. with you. <laughs> it's yeah. it's there, there are some very funny situations. What it is. I don't ridiculous. know if it's ridiculous. I think it's pretty fun, to be honest with you. Well, it's fun, it's- but it burns the whole like if you got to win a game to then play a game to then play a series, your pitching staff's torched. So, you know, <laughs> somebody, is- just, somebody just asked me, said, My brother turns 53 today. Can you and Dave spend three minutes talking about Clemson Syracuse? <laughs> <laughs> sure. A little bit later, not right now. Right. Maybe we'll ask Lip. Maybe Lip will have something on that game. I got nothing on that game. Uh, I don't have much either on that game, but to be honest with you, I don't like Clemson off of a loss. Their season's over. They What's know the it. spread? I think it's 20. Got to be big. a lot. Is it it's at Clemson? No, it's at Syracuse. It's six and a half. Clemson is only six and a half? Yeah, because the season's over. <laughs> they know They're it. destroy Syracuse, are they not? Maybe. Maybe. All right, one more, and then we'll bring on Tommy. Uh, I get a conversation about this. What What's going on with the Astros in Seattle? Oh, like what was that? What was that last night? So, I mean, you strike a guy out and you start walking at him and you're talking at him like, whoa, whoa, whoa! And it's Julio. Hector Neris was on the Phillies a while ago, and they called him Hector Nervous because every time he came in, he walked people and put uh-huh. guys on, and they had to ship him out. He's in Houston. Earlier this season in Houston, Julio hit a ball that maybe still hasn't landed <laughs> and danced around. He did this stop dance thing at third, then yeah. came home, and he did 18 handshakes and all this other stuff, went in the dugout, did the dance, all this other stuff. And Naris was on the mound flipping a ball, like watching the whole thing. Like I saw the video today. John Boy posted it underneath theirs. And I was like, oh. And he said a lot of things in Spanish, which apparently the translation, again, sorry, Will, was just go ahead and hit it, you motherfucker. You motherfucker. Hit the ball. Just hit the ball, you motherfucker. I think he said it like three or four times. Oh, all right. Nice. In, in Spanish. Spanish, okay. Yeah, so my Spanish is, I just read a translation from someone else. Could be completely wrong, but that's what it said. Okay. So it's a problem when the pitchers start yapping for everybody. When the hitters do all the fun stuff, flip the bat, do all the things, take their time around the bases, the pitcher got to stand there on the mound in front of everybody knowing that he gave up that home run. And Baseball guys have a problem when the pitcher chirps back. Mm. All Hector had to do was chirp and walk to his own dugout. Where Hector went wrong was he chirped and he went right at Julio. (laughs) Like right at him. Like not like subtly. He Uh went beeline right at him. Right at him. And And then he ran the other way. And then he ran. After Julio said, okay, let's throw. 
He went that way. <laughs> he wasn't no part of Julio which, Right, which was like, okay, you want to talk. And then Julio was like, you talking to me? Hold Let's on go. here. Yeah. He got him out on three pitches. A good morning, good afternoon, good night. He struck out the side, and he made Julio Rodriguez, one of the best players in baseball, and a pretty cool dude, look bad. Yep. That should be enough. Just like when I say to sports books, like 11 to 10 is enough. It should be enough. And it's not. You got to push more and take more and try to take. Hector, shut up. You did your thing. Chirp off, coming off the mound and go to your dugout and then celebrate with your teammates. You don't need to do that. But it's September baseball. Things are heating up. We're going to have a month full, full of playoffs. It's, it's tremendous. I just, I had to tweet it this morning when I saw it because I was like, this can't be. What are we doing? You still might not make the playoffs, Houston. You still might not. It was a big, it was a big swing though for the for the Mariners. They have oh, to win the rest of their games. I mean, to go in there and take two of three on the road. Yeah. This series with the Diamondbacks is going to be unbelievable. I mean, it's it's going to be Rangers, Mariners, Rangers. No, Astros, Diamondbacks starts tomorrow. Astros oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Astros yeah. don't start to play. The Astros right. have, I mean, that's who they're, I mean, it comes down. It's just Houston and Seattle. That's it. I mean, it's, there's one spot, two teams in the American League. Right. Every, everything else is pretty much set. So same with the National League. One spot, two teams, Marlins, Cubs. The Reds are mat- still alive. Yeah, we're not mathematically there. No, yet. But- I mean, Reds are Reds are the same as Seattle. They're a game and a half behind. Yeah, so they're still they're two games in the loss column, which is tough. The Mariners are one game back in the loss column, and they have a game in hand today. They have a game in hand, yes, they do today. So they better win today, <laughs> and then they're one game back of Houston. Big business just came in. It's super chat. He left the super chat. It's in blue. I can't wait till the uh, um, BVB bonus time to read it. Yes. So I'm reading it right now. Okay. That Astros team is full of peckerheads. I mean, they're hate. I mean, someone tweeted that last night. They said, that, you know, there's a reason why everyone hates Houston. And it's, it's behave, it's behavior like this is why everyone hates the Astros. It just happens. Like, and then, you know, like Dusty's saying the day before about his word about his guys getting yeah. hit and all that. I mean, that like, was bad. Chase McCormick got absolutely, I mean, 95 in the middle of the back. Ooh. That's not even. That's no. so, that's uh uh-uh, that that's a rock. That's a ro- ninety-five mile per hour rock in the middle of your back. No, thank you, man. He was in serious pain. If you got to get hit, where do you want to get hit? Thigh. Really? Or off the butt? One of the two. Yeah. I I need it right in the ass. Yeah, off the butt, off just, the just thigh. Hit me in the cheek. Got to leave a mark. It'll hurt when I sit down. If, to poop, if you hit, but, if you hit me here too, if you hit me square in the in 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 the delt. That's okay too. Like, get, I gotta get some meat. You gotta hit me on a meaty part of my body. Can't get me in the back. No way, man. Back rib cage. No, thank you. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Man, oh, that's man. some serious, serious pain. And he he was walking around like, oh, you could tell like he like someone stuck a knife in his back. Well, did you see what he did to warrant that? He was running to first base and he almost did the a rod move. Oh, he he did, yeah, 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 he did, yeah, the- right, yeah. He did. Yes, he did. Uh-huh. You don't do that. You don't. You agree? I, I agree. You don't. That's fair. Don't do that. Does it warrant somebody throwing a rock at your head 95 miles per hour? It wasn't at his head. It was at his back. And, uh, it's in my area. It's in some way. I don't know, man. That's old school baseball justice. I don't know about all them unwritten rules, but I know that he just, just don't be a jag off. 
You know, like you the always kids say, say you always say find out. You always say where are these base these betting rules written. I need to know where the unwritten baseball rules live. Like where do they live? If we find those, we're going to change the world. <laughs> Can we find it, please? Can we find these tablets that have been, you know, 1825 carved in stone or, or chiseled out in stone where the baseball unwritten rules are so we can go and uncover them? Because I, right. I, I tend to lose track as to what actually is and is not an unwritten rule. <laughs> I just realized Dave Stanley Picks just said in the chat, the quote of the day yeah. is when I said I need it in the ass. <laughs> I didn't even realize I said that, but that's what I said. And I didn't mean what he's thinking he means. I meant if I got to get beamed in a part of my body, I need it right on my cheek of my ass. <laughs> Thank you. Shows. Listen, it's a morning show. It is a morning. We're never getting off late night. What the? <laughs> on, on that note, let's bring on Tommy Liberty joining us oh, here on the Boston University versus the. Hold on a minute. What are you doing? Cover yourself up. What is this? Tommy Lippard. Is that a Rob Johnson quarterback jersey? It's a Rob Johnson jersey. That is old school. That is an old, old school. Tommy, Matt, and Dave, welcome to BBB. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, guys. Pleasure. Cover yourself, please. My God. I mean, you got... Well, I mean, we're talking about rear ends. We're talking about asses and, yeah, I mean, stuff I don't know. (laughs) Keep it clean. First of all, great to see you. I know you were up early. Listen, yes. I knew you were up early, you know, because you're at the gym, unlike firm. Okay. Todd you're was up not there. Working out at the gym. Why are we taking down Todd? What, what, what did Todd do? Catching strays for no reason. Listen, Furman knows why. Okay. Yes. Lip, yes. Lip is at the gym working out. What I, class did you take this morning? I took a warrior scalp, only 45 minutes. So it's yoga, heated, a lot of push-ups, you know, that kind of stuff with some weights and those things. So it's a good workout. I normally do like a hot heated yoga in the morning, but came on early, uh, looking forward to the show. So I'm just over at the gym here. We got people working out at Lifetime. Yeah, Lifetime Fitness, which is, uh, you know. That's Lifetime uh, Henderson though, right? Yeah, over near Green Valley, right yeah, next yeah, to yeah, Green yeah. Valley. Yeah, I, I, yep. I'm a member of Lifetime Summerlin. I'm like, I don't remember Beautiful. that. I got, yeah, yep. I, don't, yep. I don't, I don't recognize that that pool. <laughs> yep, a couple minutes from the house. Yeah, it's nice. Anytime you guys want to come up or go over there or whatever. Yep. So that's where I'm at. Are you looking at Ryder Cup stuff? Did you? Did well, you do- yeah, well, yeah, big time, Dave. I mean, here's the way that I look at it. First of all, let me ask you, you and the viewers. I'll give you two seconds. Do you know what this hat is? Is uh, that a Ricky is that? No. No. What is so, that? So this is a Dustin Johnson hat. Oh. Okay. This is somebody that, you know, for since the Masters, I've been kind of soliciting myself and doing some work with and whatnot for him. Okay. And he didn't get he didn't get picked this year for the Ryder Cup. Now they had the Ryder Cup two years ago when he was the only player to go five and oh on the Ryder Cup. So I really have absolutely zero idea why he's not on the team. They're in France. This is going to be a very difficult. Uh, over in Paris, uh, type of uh, venue for them. They're really supported on the PGA Tour, the Americans. This opened up at about about minus 190 on the Americans. Now they have Europe as a slight favorite. And I like Europe here. You know, you have the Americans that have been actually not playing since the end of the Tour Championship five weeks ago. I expect a lot of rust coming out for these guys. Rest, whatever. I mean, you remember a couple years ago when we got drummed in France four years ago, Tiger won that big championship in Atlanta. The next week he went over, they were tired, exhausted, whatever. This is the complete opposite. I think they're going to be a little bit rusty here. 
Europe just had their flagship event, the down at the BP uh, down at uh, Wentworth, which is their their huge event down there. I mean, they're loaded across the board with Victor Hovland, Rory, Ram. You know, these top players are on top form. Maybe the last two or three guys for Europe can, you know, they're not at, you know, at everyone's level, but I, they mm. can hide them the first couple until, you know, the singles match. You're going to get a ton of support in Europe. I think Europe wins. And to be honest wow. with you, I could see a drumming. Oh, wow. It's been a while since we've won over on European soil for the Ryder Cup. Victor Hovland today, by the way, had a hole in one on a par four. So his game looking his game's looking pretty good. Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth are not playing as of right now in the first in the first ratchet first round. They're not teamed up. They're, they're not playing here. Are, how do you bet it? Do you bet the whole the overall event or do you bet head to heads? Do you bet individual, you know, either whether it be best ball, four ball, whatever? How do you approach betting the Ryder Cup? Well, I mean, here's the way to look at it. Like I said before, the, the line opened up minus 190 plus 170. So, I mean, people that really know what's going on weeks ago, they're taking this plus number with things that are going on and just bringing itself down. So, I mean, at this point, I still do think there's value in basically a pick them on Europe, in my opinion, if there's a blowout. I can also see taking some sort of point spread here of minus five point victory, something like that. That could be crazy because, you know, I mean, these you're going to get crazy odds on this. And here's the thing that people really don't know about the United States team this year. Again, my boy Dustin not getting picked this year because this team was picked by the players. You have six players that are qualifying for it. Brooks Kepka barely almost won the Masters Championship, came in second to John Rahm, turned right around, won the PGA Championship, blew out the field, and didn't even make the team on points in a two-year qualification because he plays on live, and they don't get any world ranking points here. Dustin plays on live, doesn't play the PGA Tour. Dustin's currently ranked 120th in the world, which is absolutely comical. So there's a lot of politics and garbage that's involved with the game of golf. And in my opinion, the friends and the guys that want to be playing with each other are going over together to Europe to play together. And I don't think that's a recipe for success. Look at Team USA basketball. Sometimes you got to put guys together that don't like each other. They got to go out and mm-hmm. actually get something done together. Not just be happy and, you know, we're going to take pictures and go to dinners and all this other bullshit. Let's go out and get points and do what we need to do moving forward. And I like where Europe stands, and that's where I stand with it. So that's my opinion on, Mm. you know, whatever you want to do with it. There's so many, um, like with the betting markets now in different states and different um, books, they're offering all these different bets, like where you can bet margin of victory, one to three and a half points. You can bet individual guys are going to get a full point over under all these different things. Lip, we got a shout out to our guy, Tom E. Tom E just texted me and said he's watching and he said he wants to know what's under that towel. Don't show him what's under the towel. Please don't do it. It airs nationally. We all know what's under the towel. We don't need to see it. Is there a guy? Not Rob Johnson. Is oh, there a right. guy that's going to have a Ryder Cup that we either aren't expecting or that you are expecting that's going to play like maybe almost everything and get like three or four points? Who should we yeah, really I think, look for? Yeah, to me, you know, I would go with Victor Hovland. I think right now, currently, he's the best player on the world. They're going to have this golf course set up very difficult. So you got to be able to drive the ball into the fairway, do things that's going to be set up similar to a, a major in ways. There's going to be drivable holes. I like confidence for him where he's coming out of and things he should be playing. If anybody 
in the entire Ryder Cup potentially plays five matches, which means two the first day on Friday, two on Saturday, and the singles on Sunday. I would bet the most that I, you know, on one player would be Victor going. But I don't think you're going to be able to get the odds to be able to get paid out as the highest European or highest mm. player in the entire stuff or whatever. So I don't think there's a tremendous amount of value in that. But I do think if anybody plays five matches and scoops up the most amount of points, I'd probably go with Victor. Mm. All right. So you guys are both subjecting me to this like Jim Kelly reunion thing with Bill's everything. Yes. As we're talking right now, the yes. Thursday move is happening. South yes. Point's yep. already gone down to two and a half. Caesars at two and a half. The Bills yep. are at home against the Miami Dolphins. Oh boy. The total was 49 and a half. It's all the way at 54 now, which yeah. that seems to be the seal the ceiling for this. Yeah. Where are you on Dolphins at Bills on Sunday? <clears throat> okay. So first of all, I mean, as a Buffalo fan supporter, try to reach out to these guys, maybe mentally influence them, whatever you want to be calling it, all right? As a Buffalo fan, starting this week and the rest of the year, it's about us. I don't care about anything else. But Miami's been phenomenal this year. Let's face it. They have amazing. Uh-oh. You know, they're... Hold on. Bring oh, he's back. back. He's back. He's back. back. All right. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so Miami, okay. yeah, yeah. Miami is a very explosive offense. I mean, it's the weather looks like it's going to be nice. So are they going to be an arsenal out here? Probably. You know what I mean? So, I, you know, long-term, I don't look into this as everybody, the game of the year kind of stuff, and it is. But I will say this about Buffalo, two things. Number one, I love Bernard last week getting defensive player of the year. I thought linebacker coming in was going to be a serious issue for us. It wasn't game one against the Jets. Milano's as good as they can. But I will say this about Buffalo, and keep an eye on this moving forward. This offensive line is playing at a very, very high level. They're playing way better than I expected them coming out of the gates and doing stuff. So in that regard, our defenses look good. You know, the coaching and stuff and all the nonsense off the field with the digs and all these. I love you guys as media, but most media, I can't stand them. You know, trying to create crap and stuff or whatever. A lot. I spent a lot, of new, a lot of new things with Josh. He's had the same girlfriend since high school. He has someone else. You know how you are, Dave. We've been together for 20 years, friends. Yep. Our priorities, things change, your kids, yep. stuff, whatever. So I like the continuity of things in the locker room. I think we're one of the upper echelon teams in the league. Miami's, you know, is getting a lot of support around the NFL and stuff like that. Coming in here this week, they're not getting any support. This is going to be big time Buffalo here. We've knocked two out of multiple games already defensively. Yeah. Coming into this game, we've had a very good record of beating them by 20 plus up to a couple games ago. They've played better coming out. If you're asking me who I like in this game, for cards, betting types of purposes, that kind of stuff or whatever, this is going to be similar to me with New Orleans and uh, Green Bay last week, just kind of watching it. I don't have too much of an interest. You put a gun to my head. I do think we will end up on top. But, you know, this is going to be a great game to watch. I'm taking nothing away from the Dolphins. I don't think they will be what they are right now at the end of the year. No. I mean, you can't ask guys to, you know, not play at full speed and, Tua at times can't protect himself out there. Right. He has a great left tackle that's playing awesome. They're not dinged up except for Waddle last week. They played against a defense that's just been garbage. But we'll see what happens. It's going to be a really interesting game. So, all that said, it sounded like to me, uh, this is a perfect time to bet the Bills to win the division if you think they're going to win the division before the game because they were the favorite until last week when Miami put up a 70-burger on the Denver Broncos. So are you still in that corner? You know, I'm, yeah, I kind of look going to win a division. 
not as much. You know, I mean, oh. we play Jacks Jacksonville. Is you know next week in oh. in you know our division and stuff is what it is. I I think that you know I don't think there's a tremendous amount of value in that regard types oh. of stuff. You know, I was looking at the markets today. You know, I mean, I mean, you're looking at like stretched out AFCs at like you know potentially Jacksonville at like twenties. I've seen out there. I've seen the Cincinnati number climb up into like you know, the double digits, you know, types of things here. To me, this looks like value. What happens if something happens to Josh? What happens if the best player on the planet by a a, a long shot and and Mahomes gets hurt? I do see value in some of this stuff coming in, you know, this week in that regard, you know, to tie tie up, you know, money, Dave, on a division, you know, with, you know, injuries, the way my, I know you don't like to do it. I know you don't well, like no, it. No, no, I do it. I do it. People yell at me and say, why do you do that? Because it's I, my money and I'll tie it up where I want to. I've it's seen you, you do know? it. I, but yes. you, you lock in prices way before, like you've done this before, where you lock in a number that doesn't exist in a month. And it's just, well, it's a good number. Now, it doesn't always get there, but we've we've shared some meals and we've talked about some things in November and December. And I'm like, what made you even buy that? And you're like, well, I was seeing this. I was seeing that. That's why I asked. How has the sir? How, how are you doing the contest? How's the contest been going for you? Yeah, well, two things this year, you know, in the contest, Dave, you're on my shit list because Ooh. you were supposed to come down Monday night with me and the boys on the Jets game when we ended up blowing that team second half. I didn't see night. your ass, so I know. Yeah, I no, I'm sure it was, but you're, <laughs> yeah. you know, you were in the doghouse for a while. I'm not blaming you for the I, loss. But you know, I mean, I you know, I had on, I had those on. Yeah, well, you got kids and stuff, so no problem. And, and sure, and on the other one, you are on my good list because I got knocked out in Survivor. I played very aggressively. I played Washington on all my cards. I, you know, penetries. I had the Giants on all these things. I get through whatever, and I'm going to be okay. I'll be smart this week. Go Jacksonville, and I'll take a little Baltimore. Oh. And I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to get New England out of the way. Let's use New England this week against the Jets. We know what happens every week. And I don't. I was thinking about you. That's on me. I owe you a, whatever kind of dinner you, you used, want. You on you. Jacksonville. You can, oh. Listen. Yes, I did. And I got, listen, I had the Texans on cards. The contest this week is, it has been around 500, a little above, you know, kind of stuff, whatever. Week two was a killer for me. I had Cleveland against Pittsburgh, that hurt. Right. And then a couple other coin tosses, Jacksonville KC could have won either way there. And then okay. a little bit, I like Green Bay, but yeah, the contests have been, you know, the quarterlies and stuff, whatever long year, but that's what it is so far. Okay. Where are you on the games overseas? We start the London games this weekend. We got Germany games coming up. Can you handicap them or are they just line through games because they're getting played in stadiums that don't normally host football? Well, Jackson's been there for a couple of years. It's almost a home team. They're, they're, they're very comfortable with going over there. They get support over there and whatnot. I do believe in them long-term. I don't know if it was a hangover last week with the KC game for them. I still oh. believe in them. I do think they need to get some toughness. I mean, maybe somebody grabs, you know, I mean, Trevor by the hair and something and, and wait, you know. But I, I believe in Jacksonville. Atlanta, to me, is a complete fraud. I think nothing of them. I, I, I think their defense is somewhat of a fraud on third downs and they're going to have trouble getting off. I don't think that much of them. Ritter is a little RPO guy that's going to get dinged up. So, I mean, in this game here, yeah, I mean, what is it? Three, it's, it's pretty three, much painted three across flat, the board. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I mean, in this kind of stuff or whatever, I think it'll probably settle in around that number. Maybe, you know, the markets, they'll move it back and forth what they want to or whatever. But it's in this game for me, definitely Jacksonville or nothing. I don't think Atlanta can play from behind. They cannot. If they get behind. That, what's going to happen if they get behind in games? They're going to lose. That's what the, that's, that's right. the mo. 
Last yeah. one for me, Lip. And, and if yep. Matt has one for you after that, we'll, we'll otherwise we'll let you go. Uh, P. Ralt has entered into the world of high stakes fantasy, and okay. I can't think of a better high stakes fantasy guy than you. Here's you at the top of the list with a couple other guys. Well, you're you're long. You're long for sure. You're yes. long. He's yes. this is yes. a year long yes. league. Yes. It's, it's, yes. it's a year long yes. league. Yep. Okay. He's he's now in a world. And he started 0-2, came That's back right. and won last week. But this waiver wire thing okay. has him a bit, like, not quite understand because it's a blind bid auction. Okay. Can you explain how to spend a dime? He has a dime in money to spend on these. Like, how much should he put in a bid for to get a guy, a free agent or somebody? And is there a free agent right now in week four that, maybe only guys like the lip might recommend. Well, you know, like I said, this is going to be to each stone. I think when it comes to the auctions, all those types of things, every, every single situation is going to be different. Your record's going to be involved. Who do you have strength at, you know, positioning or, you know, where are you at kind of stuff or whatever. So, I mean, on the waiver wire, I mean, are you looking for somebody immediately? You want somebody to come in and be able to contribute on your team. Do you need somebody that you're looking at maybe a little bit longer term, like maybe a Quentin Mike Johnson Williams. Or- he got to replace Mike Williams. He needs a okay. wide receiver like yeah. this week. What okay. We so Paul Palmer, obviously is a gigantic. I mean, he's a huge, he's going to be an instant contributor. The same thing happens every single year in that offense for the chargers. As soon as he goes down, Palmer comes in and they just, they go to him, they go to him, they go to him, they go to him. Eckler's I, I saw him. He's, he's potentially going to probably play this year or whatever, which probably yep. will open the offense up because I picked up Joshua Kelly in, mm-hmm. in week two, which is a complete nightmare because I missed the Rams guys and all these other guys because of picking up the wrong guy to try uh. and pick it up for a week. So I do think that long-term, and I wasn't even sure if I was going to play him, I wasn't even pickled there. So I do think there's decision-making. Do you need it this week? It's a Palmer. You want somebody long-term? It's probably maybe a Quinton Johnson that gets more you know, facilitated and more comfortable lining up and doing the things that are confusing them. So we just have to let it come on play. So that's my strategy on it. Again, you know, I mean, when you're doing the auction kind of stuff or whatever, you're going to get the amount for the season. So probably if you're one and two, you might have to be more aggressively to try and get into the playoffs instead of staying three and oh, maybe waiting later. And then something happens and all of a sudden you've got everything to get that one player everybody wants later on. So I think there's different you know, types of, you know, strategies involved, obviously variants later on. I mean, you know, I take Garrett Wilson. I mean, you know, now I've got issues with him, with Rogers. So there's just so many moving parts, Dave, in year long. Do you recommend, like, how many waiver wire moves do you normally do per year in a league? Like, if you have $1,000 to play with, do you go and do three or four, or do you try to do, like, 10 and try to break it up? Yeah, again, like I said, it depends. I mean, if you're sitting on Alvin Kamara and you're sitting on Jonathan Taylor, you're probably not making a lot. You know what I mean? Like, but if, you know, again, if you have like, you know, you're sitting on guys that have gotten hit and they're hurt and you have, you know, the possibility of picking up a Palmer that's going to be for a month, probably getting eight targets a game that you need as a flex or you have to have as a wide receiver and go other dimensions, you have to be more aggressive and go get those players now. Because hmm. he's he's not, he's going to be, they're not going to bring in a, you know, uh, you know, a uh, uh, Devonte Adams to come. No, I mean they no. they have what they are. Right. Oh, oh. Wait, hold on. yeah. All right, he's back. He's, he's back. back. He's yeah, back. you're right. gonna insert them. So that's yeah, just lots of moving parts. Is your hair in a ponytail right now? 
Yeah, it is. Looks amazing. It's, yeah. No, the, it the, looks like shit. It looks well, like the shit. Chat, <laughs> the chat has said you kind of look like Brad Pitt. Oh, like the chat is loving this whole interview. The shot looks great and all this other stuff. And they get that close. guy. He's he gets a steak dinner on me. We're going out. <laughs> whoever that is, whatever he wants, he can have whatever he wants on me. I drinks anything. You know me, Dave. I'm good for it. You're definitely good for it, Lip. Excellent spot today. Thank you, sir. For good job, us. my friend. Really Enjoy appreciate it. it. I would say reach out. For that waiver wire thing <laughs> on the on the side, we're going to give you options. So thank sure. you, sir. Good luck, uh, guys. Appreciate yes, it, man. Absolutely. We'll talk soon. That's Tommy Lips joining us here on the Bostonian versus the book. Good to get him on the program. A uh, good shot, good conversation, and it'll hopefully help me. I'm going to go pick up Joshua Palmer later today. See if yeah. I can go go go. That sounds like what well, like listen when he tells you that. Like you got to do it as soon as the show's over. Oh, of course. Before the appointment, just put it in. Spend. Uh, I'm guessing you got a dime. I, he's going to go in your lineup, right? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's two hundred. I mean, yeah. Put in two hundred in that shot. Make sure you get them. So okay. So two. So that, that's my only question was how much money to commit to it of 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 the money to go ahead and do it because if I go two and two if I win this week and I'm two and two I'm right you're back. Fine. In. Yeah, I'm fine. I mean, this is an you're important. You're fine year. if you're one and three as long yeah. as you got. It's not the end of the world. Like it's all not. you have to do is just get the five hundred by week 10 however you get there whatever path well, no because the playoffs the, the way this high stakes fancy way it works is it's a shorter year than others right you gotta be 500 and then with three weeks to go right it's start week did you just tell me week 13 is the last week of the season yeah 14 and 15 it's top four playoff. teams to get in the playoffs right one first place team wins a thousand dollars second place team wins five hundred dollars but you get entried into a million dollar playoff and all the leagues together get combined, the top team wins a million dollars. <laughs> so just an idea of where You're we are. Saying, if you win a million dollars, things are going to change. I, I'm not winning a million dollars. I suck at this. I, I suck don't this. say I just, it. I just, I, I can say it. I can tell you right now, I'm not winning this league, but it's fun. It's, it's, it We're was going to transfer the ownership of the team to my name. <laughs> if you win a million dollars, if you know what I'm saying, <laughs> can't have it? you winning a million dollars right now with the current situation. Very true. That's that's yeah. if I'm even in the play, if I even make it out of the the round, winning a thousand dollars, you may be doing that. <laughs> so we'll, we got we'll yeah. Well, that 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 that. Oh, that was Dave's team. I just have. Yeah. Uh, uh, can I say something really quick before we move on? Yes. Kurt Schilling is responsible for the greatest sports memory I have. What? In the world went on there this morning, P. Raw. Please say Kurt Schilling has me know. so Kurt Schilling has me very conflicted because he's done a lot of things in, in his post Red Sox career, mm. whether it be ripping off the state of Rhode Island, whether it be some of the racist diatribes he's made and things oh. he's posted and things he's said. God. I'm always very conflicted because I this man got me onto the field in Colorado in 2007 to be with the Red Sox after they won the World Series. And I will never, I mean, it wasn't directly. I was with Michael Chiklis. Michael Chiklis got us onto the field because Michael Chiklis knew Kurt Schilling. Kurt Schilling got us onto the field. I have pictures of me, Kurt Schilling, me and Michael Chiklis, me on the field, me with Mike Lowell. I mean, there's a, a bunch of pictures with me with Red Sox players as they're celebrating their championship. But what Kurt Schilling did this morning, of all the nasty stuff that Kurt Schilling has done, this might be the lowest of the low. Kurt Schilling this morning on his podcast 
decided to tell the world that Tim Wakefield, his former teammate, knuckleballer championship player for the Red Sox, has brain cancer. The family did not want it out. The family, in his statement, as he's telling the world, he says, I don't even know if the family wants this out or not, but Tim Wakefield has brain cancer. Family didn't want it. Family wanted Why would he do it? I have no idea. The Boston Red Sox just issued this statement today saying, we are aware of the statements and the inquiries about the health of Tim, Tim and Stacey Wakefield. Unfortunately, this information has been shared publicly without their permission. Their health is a deeply personal matter they intended to keep private as they navigate treatment and work to tackle this disease. Tim and Stacey are appreciative of the support and love that's always been extended. Let me pull this down so you can get the full to them respectfully, and they ask for privacy at this time. They got, he's got brain cancer. This dude's fighting for his fucking life. And you're going to go and make it public when they don't want it public. Are they friends? It doesn't. I don't know. They were teammates. They know each other. Like we've all worked with people and like, you know, been teammates with people that we don't talk to once we're done working or playing with them. So you think it's your, it's your place to tell his medical history, his medical at all. That's what I mean. Like, why would he do this? Because Kurt Schilling is not a, he's not a thoughtful person. I don't know. He's not a thoughtful person. He's not a thoughtful. He doesn't think things through. He just, for what we've seen in his post career, he does a lot of things that are really shady. And this is this might be the shadiest of all. Catherine Veritek, wife of Jason Veritek, said, F you, Kurt Schilling. That wasn't your place today. Like there are people in the Red Sox organization and the Red Sox family who are extremely mad, angry mad, about this. Mad mad. Like really, like there's Red Sox beat writers who are like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, I don't even know. Am I supposed to write about this? Am I supposed to comment on this? The family clearly does not want this out there. But Schilling just made this public, and now we know Tim Wakefield is battling for his life. Tim Wakefield came up with the Pirates, man. I was there did. when he was doing that, you know, as a just just starting in his career. I loved Tim Wakefield. He took Pittsburgh by storm. He came in and pitched the back end of the season, won games. I think he won every game but one when he came up. And then he went to the Red Sox, always had a soft spot for him. You got to love the knuckleball pitchers um, because it's just different. And it looks like every guy could do it. But when somebody gets a diagnosis like that, I mean, that one, I had no idea. And I saw your tweet, quote, tweeting Veritech's wife. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, when the wives get involved and it was a, you know, there was no disguising what she was saying. Mm. I was like, you know, why would you say it if you didn't know it was okay to say? Like, there's a reason. It's not by accident, right? I don't know. I mean, it, it, he could be just that dumb. I mean, Chef he just, Benny just came in the chat and said, because he's a jagoff. Yeah. I mean, I could be, he could be just, just, he said, he has said, really nasty things in his life. He said very anti-Semitic, very awful questioning things. He's been a propaganda pusher of right-wing stuff for a long time. But 
this this just crosses there was a the Wakefield line. documentary. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Chris Covey, Mr. Huh. C just came in and said there was a Wakefield documentary. Put it in a chat where that's available. I'll go watch that tonight. I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I didn't know great. that either. Tim Wakefield will always be known. You know, he was the guy in the mound when Aaron Boone hit the home run in 2003. Oh, man. And then the, the next year came back and was a part of the championship team. Right. And I mean, he, Red Sox fans were so happy for him because it wasn't his fault. He was on the mound. He was a knuckleballer on the mound with the year with the season on the line in the ALCS. Like, <laughs> you know, what a knuckleballer on the line, but he was he was the closer. I mean, he was the Red Sox closer. That was such a crazy year, that whole thing. But then they won the next year. Um, Ross Randall came in to chat and said, no, Dave, he's not all there. Maybe there is something wrong with with, with Schilling. Maybe I mean, how, how would you like to be the Red Sox today? That like They have to issue a statement about one of their former pitchers who helped to break the curse, who pitched with the bloody sock, who you want to revere and hold up for what he's done. But he breaks like the one of the most just basic human principles that somebody who's sick with brain cancer and they don't want it known. And the public gets to know because you get to tell the public about it, not the family, but you, I mean, the Red Sox clearly knew, but like, how did they like, they must've been disgusted today going, wait a minute. He did what? He said, what? He didn't really do that. Did he like their privacy? They've really, they're private people. They don't want anyone knowing that they're going through this right after the fact, but He's fighting for his life. He has brain cancer. And you just decide to say it publicly. Like how much of a, I mean, Jagoff doesn't even take it. I don't, I don't know what the word is. Yeah. It, it, that, that what, what describes who you just, you're an awful human being. You're just a bad person to do this. It's a sensitive situation and you should know that. And you should definitely check with the family about one. How are they? How's Tim? And then ask for permission. Say like, hey, you know, I do the show. Can I mention it? I'm just going to mention it to people because people love you and they want to, you know, yeah. maybe thoughts and prayers or whatever. Just to not do that and just blurt it out. And that's probably just, I mean, there may be people looking for this guy for, for doing this. Like, this is one of those things you just don't do. It's bad. He, It's so crazy. Schilling said, I don't even know. He, if he wants it shared, but as a Christian and a man of faith, I've seen prayer work. So I'm going to talk about it. Oh, he then he then went and said that oh. he's battling a very serious, very aggressive form of brain cancer. Oh. Schilling went on to call the situation incredibly serious, adding that Wakefield recently underwent surgery for the issues. Mm. The family didn't want that known. Look, my former brother-in-law died of brain cancer. Yep. You guys know the juice. You remember the story with Daryl. Yep. And it was the first time I had to introduce my daughter to death and explain death and explain why a 31-year-old, 32-year-old man was fighting for his life. It sounds like like Schilling may have revealed that Tim is dealing with something of a similar nature. Brain cancer, aggressive forms of brain cancer – it is like the worst thing in the world when the doctor tells you you have a 10% chance to live. Ooh. Like, you know this. You're a con, like, it's not like you're unconscious. It's not like you've been in a car accident. It's you, you sit in the room and they show you the scans and they say, This, you have, this is the battle. This is the process. We're going to take it. But, you know, I hate to say this, but like, we only have, you know, nine out of 10 people who get this die. 
Like you're dealing with your, your, your kids, your life, your moral mortality. You don't get to just say, because I'm a man of faith, we need to pray for Tim Wakefield without talking to Tim Wakefield. Right. Like if he asks for that support, if Tim says, I need the power of prayer. Okay. Awesome. Like, let's go. Everyone amplify it. They didn't want anyone to know about it. That's the, that's the thing. Like, I I mean, you know, I will never forget the day that my dad called me and said, I got a brain tumor. Dave, you know, we were operating and Thursday and it was Tuesday. I was like, okay, I, I'm an open person. So like I would tell everybody, but I wouldn't tell if my dad said, don't say anything. I wouldn't say anything. Right. Like it's, it's, it's very simple. Or if my mom said, listen, I know you want to tell people and then if people want to reach out to me and your dad or to you, but I don't want you to say anything. Okay. I'm not going to say anything. Like it's such a, it's such a weird thing to do. You make it about you. And it's, I was going to say, it seems selfish. No, yeah, makes it, of course it is. It makes it about like, you. Are we doing this for clicks? I don't know what you do. I mean, I guess so. Kurt wants to do it because he wants to be, I don't know. He thought he was doing a good deed. Like, I don't even know what the family wants is out there or not, but like we all need to pray for, for, for Tim Wakefield because Tim's dying. Wait, what? That's not your place. And what if Tim Wakefield hates your guts? Oh, like what if Tim Wakefield like wants no part of you? Like Tim Wakefield yeah. never likes you. And that's then, the, it, mm. I mean, like, and you're like, well, Tim and I don't talk. He doesn't really like me, but I heard he's fighting brain cancer. So let's help him out. So, so in that situation, you say, you know what? A former teammate of mine just got some bad news about his health. We're just putting out the prayers and for him and his family and just say it anonymously, like, and leave it at that. If you want to make it about you. And then someone will say, well, who are you talking about? I'm telling you who I'm talking about. But my teammate knows my former teammate, whatever. And leave it at that. Yeah. Talk about like, He doesn't want it out there, but I don't know if I'm not going to disclose the person, but like understand that life is fleeting. understand that our, our right. time here is, is, is very precious. Yeah. And like, you can use it in different ways if you want without being naming the person and being very specific as to what the person's dealing with. Right. He has brain cancer. He's undergone surgery. Like you, I don't know what the HIPAA laws are. I, I don't, I, I don't know what the violation is, but like people are, are saying like, I don't know what the law is, but like Kurt Schilling to go to jail for this, like it, it's it, for what he's just done. People's privacy is, I mean, th- this is, you don't air this publicly unless you have permission to do so. Connor Winsky came in with a good question just now in the chat. Who in the hell told Schilling anyways? Well, I mean, the brotherhood of the Boston of, of a baseball world i'm sure it's known in the baseball world that mm. timmy is not doing well like you know i i know people i've worked with in radio 10 15 years ago that i don't know or talk to anymore but i'll hear stories about like hey so-and-so's not doing very well you just you just hear about the stories through the grapevine right but i would never go on a podcast and be like hey by the way you know that that guy who was doing afternoon drive in in, in huntsville that I, when I was doing morning drive yeah he's really sick <laughs> like you just, you wouldn't right. do that. Like you wouldn't right. just out like that. Right. It's just horrific <sighs> that this has gone on and it's trending. I mean, it's all over social media. TMZ's written a story about it. It's everywhere. And so now because of the controversy of what Kurt Schilling said in the blowback from Catherine Veritek, the Red Sox statements and so on, it's amplified it even more. Right. And it's out there. Right. Yeah, man, it's crazy. I mean, it's just, and so many of us have different, you know, 
experiences with something like this, you know, with like your, your former brother-in-law and, uh, you know, my dad, a big business just came in the chat and said, you know, we almost lost a brother to it. When it hits you personally and you know what that feeling is like, and then you have somebody out talking about your business publicly, can't imagine what they're thinking on their end. Like, why did he say this? Like, you think, uh, I don't know. He's one of those stories that popped up this morning. And I was like, well, that wasn't on the rundown, but we're definitely talking about that. Yeah. It's going to be one of those things. I think from, from a Red Sox standpoint, like, like the Phillies have a Kurt Schilling plaque. He's on their wall of fame. I don't know if he's the Hall of Fame or it's like the Wall of Honor, whatever the Phillies do, do the, the Kirk Schilling's up there. Okay. There's been talk about like Red Sox fans want at the time, they wanted a Kurt Schilling statue, a bloody at sock Fenway? statue at Fenway. Yeah. Kurt oh, Schilling wow. was he when he left Boston, that guy would never have had to pay for a single drink or dinner for the rest of his life. That guy was I, I told you what, when I was on the field and, and his agent yeah. came up to me and said 38 and I go, what do you mean? Right. He goes, look at the Red Sox logo. It says 38 and you can see it literally. I don't have the Red Sox hat here, but like right. you can see it with the way the B is written, like behind me, it's behind me. See, see right behind, see the three in the eight right there. The three in the eight is in that three. If you, if you look at the B the, a certain way, it says 38. That's Schilling's number was 38. And he goes, nothing was going to happen until Schilling showed up. Like, that's where we were with him. Right. And then the conspiracy theory stuff came out. Then the anti-Semitic stuff came out. Then the political stuff came out. And then the Rhode Island thing, when he ripped off the state of Rhode Island thing, came out. Mm. And it was just all negative, 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 negative. And it pushed, you know, divided people on Schilling and whatnot. And, like, there were certain media members that loved him and kept on putting him on and others that, you know, despised him. Right. But this, I think, cuts him off from the Red Sox, the team. This makes the Red Sox say when they do when they do reunions, when they do, you know, next year, the 2004 team is going to be honored next year. 20 year anniversary, 20 years years from the Red Sox. They're going to be all at Fenway Park. Not going to be stunned if Wakefield's there, that Schilling's not invited, which is insanity. If you think about it, like Kurt Schilling, bloody sock Kurt Schilling is not going to be invited to the 2000. 24 20 year reunion. I would bet the no. I would bet the no. <laughs> I would bet I would bet the no that he's been cut off from Red I Sox. Would, I would bet defense no. for what he did for what he just did by doing by outing this and creating the situation from from team. So it just sucks. The whole thing that just absolutely 100 percent sucks. Uh okay, some games for tonight, baseball wise. Arizona mm-hmm. minus 170 against the White Sox. They've been absolutely punking the White Sox, slamming them. Yeah. Seems a little light at 170, no? No. I mean, how high can you make it? This is it. Oh, it's, no. It's, it looks it's like not, it's going up to one. It's not 210. It's not. It's I mean, they won three nothing. They won three nothing and 15 to four the last two days. Yeah, it's going up. It's 180. Holy crap. I mean, if, if the Dodgers are minus 220 today against the Rockies, why aren't the Diamondbacks the same price? Mm. Jarvis, I don't know. It might be some hesitation. They're going to win. This is this. You're going to. There's no reason to bet the White Sox. Zero. <laughs> no. Zero. And D-backs, D-backs need it. They need the win. I mean, they they absolutely. I don't talk about needing it. I just like the the White Sox. This is one of those ones you could lay the run line. I think. Can you get plus even money? 
Maybe run line Arizona. Uh, let me see. Hold on. Arizona run line. Give you the minus. All minus. That would be um probably minus one ten. Uh, where's that game? Arizona. Oh, the game. It's even. Yep. It, oh, open it even. It's minus one ten now. Yeah, South points at fifteen. Circa's at ten. That's the play. Wow. How about that? Okay, we'll talk about that bet here in a second. Cubs Atlanta. Totals nine and a half. Books don't books don't know what to do with this. <laughs> He's trying went, to get to the playoffs. He went books ten and a half. Putting up the same number. <laughs> it, to, it was it was ten and a half it's, yesterday. It was yeah. bet down to nine. I yeah. bet the nine flew over. Day before that, I bet nine and a half flew over. Over again. Yeah, Strowman <laughs> making his first start back. Right, Strowman's been hurt. Oh God, I guess this lineup that's right? not good. I wouldn't want to. I do think that. it's just. I think Strowman's been. Uh, first start back. Who's pitching for Atlanta? What does that say? Smith? What? Right. Who? Who is this? Hold on. Let me see. I didn't. I didn't look at no emails or anything yet this morning. Smith. Oh, Smith uh, is yeah. It's, it's is the Smith. How do I say this? Let me see. Smith Schreuer. Shaver. Shoyer. He's pitched for a while. He's he's a kid, but he's come up and pitched for him a bunch. Smith, right. Smith Sauver. Shaver. Yeah. Yeah. He he came up. Uh, the last time he pitched for the Braves was on the 30th of July. He's pretty good. You see, he's, he's had good starts at home. So, Stroman uh, was capped at three innings in co- against Colorado when he came off the IL. I don't know how many innings he's going to pitch. This turns into a bullpen game. This thing will be over by the sixth. <laughs> he gave up three earned runs in three innings against in Colorado on a 6-3 win on the 23rd, so earlier this week. So he's pitching on, wow, four days, three days rest. He's says he's, well, yeah, he only threw three innings. Uh, this note here says he could be capped around 75 to 90 pitches. He pitched 64 on Saturday. And then look for Javier Assad. To come out of the bullpen, who he tossed four scoreless frames. I mean, can you game. believe that the Cubs threw a rookie in the in the moment last night in the, in yes. the tenth inning? Yes, a, a kid who's never closed a game in Major League Baseball before. Yes. They put that kid with the game on the line. They scored in the top of the tenth, and they brought in the kid. It was five four. Braves win the game six five. It's the end of the season, and nobody, everybody's tired, arms hurt, whatever. Like this is just all hands on deck. Hey, kid, go in there and get us a safe. I don't know. Brutal. It's tough. That's- it's a tough spot to be in, but not surprised at all. I'm surprised they. I'm not even surprised they blew the game again. Like after that night, two nights ago, when they lost that ball in the lights. Yep. And they lost. I are they going to win another game? No. The Cubs may not win another game. Uh-uh. <laughs> Iggy was right. Yeah, they know it. They, they, Iggy said they it to me yeah. in the text. He's like, it was a nice season. Yep. It's done. It's I done. used your warm bed line <laughs> last night with Wetzel. He loved it. I said, Cubs fans just crawled in the warm bed, pulled the blanket up, and went to sleep. I said, yeah, it was a fun season. It's Thank done. You we're, we're used to this feeling. Yeah. If you do Diamondbacks money line in the over nine and a half, two-leg money line parlays, plus 200. Oh, you don't even need to bet. You don't even need to to bet the the run, run line. You okay. can bet, but you can bet Braves. Uh, if you don't want, to, if you don't do the total and just bet Braves money line, which is interesting, that's a plus one seventy parlay. 
Oh. Diamondbacks Braves. Well, I mean, the Braves just won two games against the Cubs, right? And the price is lower now. Because of the pitcher. Yeah. I understand. But like are you are you seeing what's with the going on with the lineup? Like it just I don't know. It, it, it's a great, I mean, it's really short priced. I mean, this is where I think you do take the Braves money line just because it's if forget about the total. The right. Braves, the Braves just they're gonna win the game. The Braves are gonna win the game, you would think. Is everybody playing? For the Braves, that's 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 the right. question because they they clinched the one seed last night. That's it. That's, that's right? the other reason why it's it's down where it is. So that's my that's my only. It's why I didn't bet it last night. That's my hesitation as to what's the lineup and do they give a flip? We know the Diamondbacks care, so they need it. Wow, Cubs play the Reds this weekend. Yeah, they both the need elimination. It. Yep. Seriously. Well, they both they they both might not make it. Dodgers are minus two twenty. My, my, I was so frustrated. I, I should have bet team total over with the Dodgers last night. It was six and a half. They scored eight. Rockies just didn't score enough to get to the over. It was I bet over eleven. What was the and final eight two eight two. Yeah, Rockies offense. They have no interest right now. They are they are absolutely completely and totally checked out. They do not care. Could you do Dodgers run line today? Why not? It's flexing. <laughs> right. Flexion, flexion used to be a thing. Flexion well, day. Yarborough is going for the Dodgers. It's going right. to be a bullpen game for the Dodgers. Right. So that's my curious. That's my curiosity on the total of eleven and a half. Yeah. I'm like, hmm. But mm. it's flexion <laughs> for, for them. Um. You do. Diamondbacks money line. Dodgers run line is plus one sixty. Oh, look at you putting together all these two teamers for no, guys who doesn't I'm, bet baseball. You're betting a lot of baseball. Well, I need a half a unit. I I, I have one bet yet to make here today that I'm, I'm – I'm, Oh, I'm, Cubs play the Brewers, not the Reds. I apologize. Thanks, Whitrock. Okay. That's right. I knew that. Okay. I, 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 I looked I'm, down and I saw Rainmaker. I'm who searching Reds this weekend? That's uh, the question I have for Lou. I'm searching for a two-leg money line, a two-leg parlay that I'm going to put together for half a unit today. On baseball? On baseball, yeah. I'm sliding around trying to find okay. trying to find the value, the best price on that. I do like Diamondbacks Dodgers run line. I like that bet. That's the leader in the clubhouse at the moment. But 11 and a half is too high. You can do team total Dodgers too. Dodgers, will they let me parlay that? I don't know if, if I can actually parlay that because team total for the Dodgers today uh, is six and a half again. <laughs> I mean, they scored eight. They scored eight yesterday. They scored. 11 the day before. It's a lot. I it's mean, lot, I guess it's, it's, it's flexing. It's, they're playing everybody still. I mean, they haven't sat anybody down yet. Right. I mean, Freddie Freeman had a hell of a game yesterday. Oh, the Reds played at Cardinals. Oh, easy on that. It's easier. Texas at Seattle. Tough game. Playoff series starts right there, right? Right. I mean, they played already three games. Texas Texas laid it to laid it on them, right? I yeah. mean, and then tonight, Montgomery's a dog. Gilbert's small, small favorite. I, I you know, we've used this term in the past, but I think it's real. It's a must win for Seattle. Well, being game and a half out, it's, it, it's, yeah. <laughs> past, they have to have it. They got yeah. Gilbert on the mound. Seven this and a is, half is total. Yeah. Super low. Oh man. Yeah, it's a playoff game. You if you don't want if you don't watch football tonight, this is the game to watch. 
Texas at Seattle is the game of the night. If you don't yeah. want to watch it. Just, I've been watching the last two nights. I've been watching Houston and Seattle. I'll definitely be watching Texas, Seattle tonight. Uh, wow, Spintana. Alan Spintana in the chat. It's three days. He's going to be in Vegas, baby. What's up? Better uh, bring your patience pills. You're going to need oh, if you're down on the strip. There's a lot gracious. of stuff going on down there right now. <laughs> a lot of a lot of things, but we'll be happy to have you. Yeah, come on in. All right, so here's the scenarios. <clears throat> Asses are off. Major Today. League Baseball has put this out, MLB.com. Three-team or four-team tie, okay? For the American League, if there was going to be a four-way tie for three spots, Astros, Mariners, Rangers, Blue Jays, if they tie, okay? Okay. The Mariners are in, the Astros are in, oh. the Rangers are in, and the Blue Jays are out. Oh, Okay. If all four teams finish with the same record, ties would be settled in the following order. The AOS tiebreaker between the Astros, Mariners, and Rangers, the title breaker. Second would be AL wildcard berth tiebreaker between the Blue Jays and the two remaining West clubs. And the third would be the AL wildcard berth tiebreaker between the two clubs that were remaining. I'm not going to go into all of the situations because they're all crazy, but right. if, if you are a Blue Jay fan, you do not want to see Astros, Mariners, Rangers, Blue Jays tie four teams for three spots. Is that actually possible? Yes. Still possible right now. This article was written this morning. It was written 41. This article was written 41 minutes ago. Uh, three-way tie scenario for two spots. The Blue Jays claim the second wild card. The Astros, Mariners, and Rangers, they all tie. This would be Mariners, Astros would be in, Rangers would be out. If all three AOS clubs finished tied with worse records than the Blue Jays, Toronto would be the second AL wildcard. Okay. The tie for the AL West would be settled using the same three-team tiebreaker steps mentioned above. The Mariners okay. would win the division. Okay. The tie between Houston and Texas for the third wildcard spot would go to the Astros because wow. they won the series against the Rangers nine to four. Whoa. <laughs> Another scenario. If the Astros win the American League West. Okay. And the Mariners, Rangers, and Blue Jays tie. Okay. Rangers, Mariners are in. Blue Jays are out. Blue Jays are out. Wow. Okay. If the Rangers win the AL West. The Astros, Mariners, Blue Jays tie. The Mariners and Blue Jays are in, and, and the Astros, Astros are out. Right. <laughs> this is that's the American League. For the National League, a four-way tie for two spots. If the D-backs, Cubs, Marlins, and Reds all tie, which is possible, Marlins, Reds make it. Cubs, Diamondbacks do not. Oh wow! So the four teams, the Diamondbacks, were, were pretty much in. Wow. Yeah. Uh, second wildcard spot. My head's going to explode with all these tiebreaker scenarios. Oh my would God. go to the team with the best winning percentage against the other tied clubs. The Marlins at 611, better than the Diamondbacks at 550, Reds 538, and the Cubs at 346. The third wildcard would then go to the Reds because they own a winning record against the Cubs and the Diamondbacks. Seven and six, four and three. If it comes down to one spot for four teams and they all tie, this is not happening because the Padres are part of this and that's not going to happen, but they're out. Are they Pod not? They don't have the E. The Padres don't have the E no, eliminated. The Padres. Would this is perfect timing for you to freeze. You guys got a headache. I got a headache. This uh, is crazy. 
He went deep, deep on this. You went <laughs> okay. I'm back. Balls deep. Oh, you're back. Okay. Okay. So, right. in that scenario, the Padres make it. The other three do. The other three do not. Padres aren't making it. Put it. I agree. Yeah, that's I agree. that's dumb. dead. And then one final. Oh no, there's a couple. Oh, a couple more. Oh, my God, this is nuts. Um, let's see. Let's talk about actual real situations here because they give you a lot of ones that aren't real. Um. Can the Pirates make it still? No. No. The Marlins claim the second wild card spot. The D-backs, Cubs, and Reds tie. The Reds would make it. D-backs, Cubs would be out. The D-backs claim the second wild card spot, which is probable. Cubs, Marlins. Okay, this is possible now. Diamondbacks claim the second wild card spot. Very possible behind the Phillies. Cubs, Marlins, and Reds all tie, which is possible. It's one game separating. Okay. Okay, yes. Although the Marlins and Reds each won their season series against the Cubs, they split six head-to-head games. Okay. Meaning the third wild card would go to the team with the best winning percentage against the other two tied clubs. In this scenario, the Marlins would win the third tiebreaker because of their 583 winning percentage against is better than the Reds and the Cubs. So Marlins have played well in games that really matter for these for these situations. Oh, um, uh, I'm not doing it with the Padres cause they're in. If the, the Cubs are out, I'm not doing that. Cause the Cubs aren't making it. Um, okay. So if the diamondbacks, Marlins and reds tie, hold on who the reds, the diamondbacks and the, and the Marlins? Marlins, this is possible. Okay. This, this yeah. is a possible this situation. Is very possible. Yeah. Marlins and reds are in diamondbacks are out. Diamondbacks better win two of three this weekend against the Astros because they the Marlins, don't sound like they win one of these tiebreakers. Marlins have a 583, have the highest winning percentage against the other tied clubs in this scenario. So they would get that second wild card. The Reds would get the third wild card because they won their season series against Diamondbacks four to three. Yeah. Diamondbacks do not have many of these tiebreakers. If they wind they, up tied, Diamondbacks they, very well wind up, wind up out of the playoffs. Yeah. This is interesting. Can you still bet to make the playoffs? Are those those markets still available? Uh, yeah, I think so. Let's see. I mean, they become basically what a three game parlay or four game parlay, depending on how many games these teams have left. Let's see baseball. I don't. I don't see it up at. Mm. I have division winners. Right only for the AO West only, which is the Rangers are minus fourteen fifty to win the West. Yeah, FanDuel doesn't have it up. No. Team to win 100-plus regular season games. The Dodgers are minus 600. The Rays are plus 600. You <laughs> can bet that? Left. Only teams left. To win 100? How many games do the Dodgers have? Wins. Uh, the Dodgers have 97, right? Uh, Dodgers have 98 wins. And they have four games left? Yep. To win 100-plus, they're going to win... They got to win two games yeah. of the four. That's why it's my 600 Rays have 97. So they got to win three. They got to go three and one to get there. Oh man. I mean, you could just bet those individually that way, but like the Dodgers laying 600, that's going to win. Right. It's done. So <laughs> good stuff with baseball. Uh, welcome to mobile sports betting for Kentucky. They are live today. They are. They're going to get absolutely run over for people from Ohio. <laughs> you think? Oh, <laughs> they're 18, Dave. 18 no, year olds true. are going to yeah. roll over the border, jump into Kentucky and start firing. Yeah. Well, 
bonuses <sighs> and all the other fun it's fun stuff that are available now. The governor is going to use this to run for re-election. It's amazing. For real? Yeah, he's been pushing it heavy in, in Kentucky. I'm the guy that got it done. I got us gambling. Boy, oh boy. Because, I mean, remember, Churchill Downs in the horse racing community really did not want this. They were, they pushed back hard. Well, they're going to find out. They're going to find out. Good luck. Wish you well. Um, call us when you want to be on the show. Um, you can reach out. <laughs> Austin versus the book. Matt's at Sports Talk. Matt, I'm at Sports BK. Can sing. Love to have you on the show. Dubsy. Uh, Dubsy might appear on the show tomorrow. From let's go the track. Ooh. Um, we do a little bit of a let's go a hit there. I'm trying to efforting getting him to respond. You know, he kind of went big time on us and he's doing all this stuff. So he's gonna hate you for saying that. But that's okay. no, I talk to him every I text him every day. And then and then you know, he doesn't text me back when I say, Yeah, we can have you on for 15 minutes, just use your phone. It's fine. It's not you know, the stand up with the camera and this and that, but it'll work. We just want to talk to you and see you and you can leave your shirt on. Cause the one time he came on, feels like he has to live up to that. Every time we don't want to see you without your shirt on. Just yeah. come on. The he show. Wasn't, he, I don't think he was sober in that moment either. So I don't think he was sober. And I, yeah, I don't know what he was doing, but he was not. He's yeah. Flexing. That's, that's, he, was, he was getting all big. He's getting all big. He was getting all, um, all, all swole. So they've had, mobile right and now they have retail oh no they had retail and now they have mobile correct do you think people will go to the track again because of the sports betting no that's the reality of the situation but they're going to fire Kentucky people are going to fire their SEC degenerates they're going to fire on college football like crazy you think? Oh my God, yes! And all the surrounding states that want the bonuses that the, they've either been legal in their states, like Tennessee people who saw the bonuses when they went legal, are all coming over into Kentucky to sign up. Same thing in Ohio. Bonus oh, whores, bonus whores get- are strapping it on oh. today. They're they, they they are they are coming down. <laughs> they are they are all in, man. They are in. They are looking to have some fun, <laughs> lubed up and ready to go. <laughs> yep. They are they are in. I don't believe what you just said in two sentences. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yes. Lubed up and ready to ready go. go. Uh huh. We're never yep. getting off the late night. Nope. <laughs> You're at ten thirty in the morning in Pacific time. But that's absolutely what the the bonus whores are all ready to go. <gasps> yeah. They're all Speaking pulling. Which, did you see that story I sent you from the Review Journal? About this morning, I sent you and Jess that story. Oh, the guy that claims that he didn't remember bringing up two prostitutes to his room that robbed him. Yeah. How did they get there? <laughs> I don't know how they got there. They took all my stuff, sir. Um, <laughs> these these women were, were with you in your room. I don't know how they got there. I don't know. Prostitutes were prostitutes. I don't. I don't. Who, who gets prostitutes in Vegas? My Four God, o'clock dude. in the morning, he leaves the blackjack table with a hundred dimes. He had a good run. He did. He took two upstairs, three <laughs> went up, and only two came down. And the two that the came hundred, down took the watch, the, the cash, watch. and gone. The rolly took the rolly and took the cash and see you later. And he's like, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, time out. I don't even remember going upstairs <laughs> with those two, yeah. which may be the case. They might have sure, dropped something but, in a drink. Yeah, of course. Yes, yeah, very You've got to be very careful when you come to this place. 
I seen these people working. They're always working. They're seeing, they're watching who's winning, who's not. All this stuff. And I used to work the morning shift where I would open the book. I'd have to be there at six. That's when they were picking up the stragglers. Guys have been on the benders all night. <laughs> I'd be like, hey, what are you doing? It's like the lights coming on at the club at 2 a.m. <laughs> and you see everybody scatter. You're like, what the? That looked different in the dark. Like, whoa. Yep. Yeah. But I, I you, you know, you said the about the bonus whores and all that other stuff and made me think. That <laughs> those, story. Born, that story. those weren't bonus whores. Those were whore whores. <laughs> Guessing, yeah, <laughs> those are, those are they had track records. They followed them from one place to the other. They got surveillance. They went upstairs. They were there for eight minutes. They were up in the room for eight so minutes. It was, it was planned. So he knew. Did they know what to do? That wasn't their first time. No. Maybe he was a Rick Patino though. So maybe it was only eight minutes. Oh, <laughs> oh, 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 oh. I you know, <laughs> that was fast. They, Rick eight was minutes. Fast. Rick was fast. Rick was two. So, you know, it's eight minutes and took all the cash and the watch and then dropped it off and went to another place. And they got, they got all of it on surveillance. Like, Bad what bad. are you thinking? Not good. Uh, before we let go of sports grid and let go of Sirius XM uh, for the show, Lions are this number now is two. Yeah. We've seen some move here to move on the Lions. The total uh, has not moved, right? Uh, let's see. Uh, nope. It's gone down to 45. So we've Lions. seen Lions is the side, right? It feels like the Lions is a side. Yeah, it really does. I mean, I'm wearing the Packer gear, but I don't have Lions gear. It, it feels right. like it's the side, but I really, I'm having a difficult time with it because the Lions have won three straight games against Green Bay. Yep. This is a monster revenge spot here for the Packers. If you like right. to play spots, like if you're a revenge spot player, this is the ultimate revenge game where they, we talked about this in the, in the preseason. We said Packers and the Lions split home and home. Thursday night, right. short week, road team, short week. Oftentimes they struggle right. when they go on the road. Packers defense is going to be the key to this game in a big time, big time way. Here, here are some numbers. Hold on. It's like it's like the chat knows when we start talking about football, more and more people just start piling in. Oh, good. It's 1030. Guys so, in the chat, girls in the chat. Who do you hear like your numbers? You like Lions minus two. Uh-huh. Two's the number now. So let's go Lions minus two or Packers plus two. Who you got? Put it in the chat right now. And guys, don't forget, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, all that other stuff. Go. So Casey's case, uh, the Lions played one game in primetime against Kansas City th- this year. They won the game. Game went under. Lions are two and one to the under on the year. Green Bay's one and two to the under, but they just were at home last week, 18-17. Had to come from behind. They were down 17-0 in that game to the Saints. The injury to, to Derek Carr really spurred that opportunity for them to come back. Both defenses are really good. Top 11 in both pass and rush yards allowed for the Detroit Lions. Top 20 for the Green Bay Packers in both those categories. Lions are passing the ball pretty well this year, 7.9 yards per pass play. Over the last four years, Detroit has averaged 20 points per game against the Green Bay Packers. They don't score very much in this game. Uh, and the Packers are without Bakhtiari and Jair Alexander is not going to play tonight either. So best cornerback. Is Aaron Jones playing? 
I don't know. It's a, we, 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 he's How do a we game, not know that? Right? He's now. game time. He's a, he's a game third. time. Is game oh. time. Game time decision. Well, what part of the league and all that integrity stuff is that part of <laughs> game time decisions? Where do we get know. that report? Where? Do, what do we do with that? Don't know. That's a big deal. It is a big deal. If you see that number come back the other way, mm-hmm. he's playing. He's playing. We'll know by watching the line, without a doubt. Um, I think this is a boring football game. This is a old school. Surprise, surprise. Thursday, yeah. prime time on yeah. there. Is- wow, we got a division in the chat, though. Akbar, my guy. Good to see you, sir. Stephanie's not coming on the show today. I tried. Monday. You're on the Twitter. Yeah, it's probably Monday for the Giants game. Mm-hmm. So set it in your phone. I mean, you're here every day anyway, but he said the amount of ads today is too high. We're trying Good to know. Yeah, we'll, we'll take we'll take it duly noted. Mm-hmm. But we got Packers, Packers, Lions, Lions, Packers, Packers, Lions, Lions, Packers, Lions, Lions, Packers, Packers, Lions. This is unbelievable. The perfect number. It's a coin flip. I mean, it's a coin flip game. It is a absolute coin flip game because I can make a very strong case for both sides. That's why I couldn't bet it. I can't even same game parlay this. I, I mean, same, same game tease this because you even like taking under this, this feels like you could put either side with the under. I, I think that's all good. I bet. That's all I bet. So oh, that's Oh, I bet 46 under. That's it. That's all I bet. I, I, okay. I don't, I would say, Take it at plus two up to eight, and then take the total from 45 or 46 up to 50 or 51, bet the under. I think the 50 or 51, you're good. I'm worried about 20 to 10. Because it got me in the Eagles game. That's what happened to me last month on Monday night. It was the same exact play. I knew that game wasn't under. She just bet the under. Instead, I went ahead and laid, I gave plus 11 to Tampa, and they lost by 13. Right. So like, that's my, my worry is I'm going to give one side eight points, you know, give the Packers eight points at home. They can lose by seven. That's fine. But they lose by 10, which is really possible. And then I'm out. So I'd rather just bet the under and say, okay, not, I, I don't believe either team. This is a race to 20 in my mind. First mm, team to 20 okay. wins. Hmm. It's crazy. I just looked and saw Joel Onler in a chat. He has not seen an ad yet watching the show. So Correct. Now it's like different. I, how is that possible? On purpose. It's 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 a setting that I, I've put it down for. There is a, I don't know why, which user does what. I don't know yet. We got to figure this out because it is, I have it on the lowest setting and the ads run in all different times, all different people. Cause some uh, people won't, some people won't see anything. Oh, so okay. it's, right. it's a random way of the, it's, it's, it's under quote conservative for okay. ads to be run. Okay. But right. again, if you're watching on YouTube, it's a new setting on YouTube. They've decided that you have to have in content ads running now. If you want to have your live. pre-roll your pre-roll ads live, which is what okay. everyone has, in content now is required. Okay. That's which fine. I don't I don't well, I'd rather not. Well, I know, but it's not our choice. Right, correct. Yes. So until we get our own TV channel, which right. <laughs> I don't think we won the Powerball last night, but if anybody <laughs> did that's a brigade member, please to come on in. invest in the show. You can build us a station or a studio. Yeah. We'll come and do the show. You can be on the show. You can, you know, we can make a deal, but yes. Right. Okay. So, we have uh, 90 seconds before we, before we let go. Yes. We'll just talk about this really fast. We're going to continue this in bonus time too. Oh, you want you want to? I, I was going to. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I we got to mention it right now. Spend one minute on this, really. I mean, there's just this is this is now a stunt. This is now officially confirmed. This whole thing's a stunt. Oh, which is what I said at the beginning. Correct. Well, so did I. I, I said I said constant. I said the same thing, but I was hoping a part of me wanted it to be real. I wanted those two to be actually dating. 
I wanted I think it. My wife's biggest disappointment. She really wanted this to be real too. And now she now the, the fact that she's going to Sunday night football is I'm like, wow. <laughs> like they this need is, people to watch. They do, but this is very anyone who knows Taylor's dating history, this is completely baloney. She would never do this. If this was real, she would never do this. Like she likes she's a private person. This is very, very public. This is not typical of how she operates. So the movie coming out in October. It's in New York. A lot of eyeballs. The number one TV show. I said it on Tuesday. The number one TV show in the country is Sunday Night Football. If she showed up there on Sunday Night Football, it's fake. Boom. Yesterday. Taylor Swift will be in attendance. Boom. And by the way, she's uh, Sophie Turner, who is the ex of Joe Jonas. They're going through a nasty divorce. Yeah. She's staying at her place in New York. <laughs> oh. So Taylor's not even like, I don't think Taylor's even living in her place in New York. Sophie Turner is she, with, with her two daughters. She's living there. So really? they, there's your TMZ por- portion of the program. Uh, for you guys who were here the whole show, thank you. Earlier than normal, tomorrow, back to normal on a Friday. For you guys who are watching on YouTube, listening on SiriusXM, uh, sorry, you're watching on Sports Grid, listening on SiriusXM. We're back tomorrow for you guys who are live with us on YouTube and on Twitter. Do not move because you guys are getting what we call bonus time. Okay. Uh, Temple in Tulsa tonight. We'll do this in better to book it as well, but <laughs> I'm bringing this up here because I was talking to our to our Justin Hathaway, our friend, NBC Sports California. Oh, big Tulsa guy. He's jacked up and excited. Seriously. Game, right? <laughs> he is. Nobody else is. Jacked up and excited. I mean, yep. the, the double entendre for so many things that you've said today. <laughs> this might become a morning show if you're going to keep bringing me the comments. In the end. <laughs> I still can't get over looped up and ready to go. To go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. What do you like? So he likes Tulsa. You like Tulsa? I like Tulsa. Yeah. Temple sucks. Temple's bad. Tulsa's bad. good. Uh, good laying points in this game. They won on the road at Northern Iowa last week as three three Is and a half point dogs. Good? No, but they're three half point dogs. They won the game by eight. They won outright. They played Oklahoma and Washington and got killed by both. That's fine. That's typical. You know they're going to get killed by that. They cover against Washington amazingly enough. This is such a weird matchup. Like, why is Temple playing Tulsa on a Thursday night in late September? I conference. Can't no, is. it's conference day on TV. This is a conference game? Yeah. Yeah, it's a conference game. Temple's in that same conference, though? Yeah. So and Temple's bad. They're they average 12 points per game. They can't score on anybody. I will take your so. word for it, and I will not <laughs> I'll watch give, a single I'll, I'll give you the, play of I'll give game. you I'll give you all the stats and better to book it. Please. Hey, was Sean Payton the right hire? Wow. Is this too soon to ask this question? I don't know. They traded a first and a second round pick for this guy. <laughs> they better beat the Bears this week. Right? What if they don't? Where they're 0 and 4. Because this was the long, this was the guy to fix Russ. This was the guy that's going to fix Russell Wilson, bring him in. It was Hackett. It was, you know, Hackett sucked. It was not Russ. It was Hackett. Man, oh Hackett man. made a lot of dumb choices, but he didn't lose by, se- he didn't have a 70 burger put up on him. 50, 70 to 20. I mean, that's why you got to be careful what you put out there sometimes. And that stuff can come back and get you. I don't know if he's, I mean, it's not a must win ever this early in the NFL season, but my goodness, 0-3 and, and playing the Bears, only a three-point favorite on the road. You better win this game. 
Right. Otherwise, a lot of people are going to start asking that question. You know, they're I, already I, starting I, the rumbles. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think people are. They are asking. The game has passed him by. He was gone too long. Yeah. You know, he had Drew Brees. Can't relate. Right. Can't relate to the players. Had a great quarterback. All the things you don't want to have asked. <laughs> if yeah. you're Sean Payton, all the questions. Yeah. I don't know. I never call for guys' jobs. I don't I don't like doing that and all that other stuff. I wait and see mm. after this week because, you know, they come out and house them. Right. And everything. You, you, right. You're like, okay, you're feeling better about them. Okay. Right. They and bears. right. who they got next week? You see who they got next week? No. Is it Chiefs? Yeah. Uh, no. I think next week. Raiders? Refresh. No. No, I haven't played Raiders. Next week, Lost it is the game that would have been the game. Jets. Seattle? At Denver. Oh, uh, bummer. That would have been the game. You're right. Return of Hackett. Right? Return. Return. Right? Of, yeah. Yeah. Everybody Sweet. coming back. That sucks. Too bad. So if you're thinking narrative play, Denver loses this game. Oh, and four. And I then what they win. And then, then and they then win. And then Hackett week. coming back with Wilson. And they lose. And all this stuff. And the Jets win. And they're 0 and 5. Eight and out. 0 and 5. You can't. Sean Payton's not getting fired if you're one. Sean Payton can go 0 and 17. He's not getting fired. Not after one year. They gave up a first and second round pick for him. Now, Russ is gone next year, but Payton's not. They both, He's a, they they better beat the Bears. They better. It's going to be a long week yeah. at home in yeah. Denver with the Jets coming to town with nothing going right for the Jets and Zach Wilson because they're going to get crushed with Taylor in the building. Boy, boy, boy! Look out on that. I would agree with Taylor in the building. It's going to be bad, bad for the Jets. <laughs> Good luck, Jets. This is local, but it's just something to keep in mind. There is the potential for a massive strike of the biggest union here in Las Vegas during F1. Do you, I mean, this 60,000 employees of the culinary union, their contracts are up with the three biggest properties, property groups, Caesars, MGM, and so on. Their contracts up next week, right? Like, yep. no, it's already up. I think it's already up. Oh. I think oh, it's already okay. up. They have the ability to strike. I think as of next week, Hmm. Nobody wants to see that. Nope. They better get, all I'm saying, I'm bringing it up because you better get the damn deal done, Vegas. You better get a deal done. Figure out whatever you got to do. You better get a deal done. Because if we did all this bullshit, ripping up the roads, making our lives, and the damn thing doesn't happen because they can't put people in hotels because everyone's on strike. Um. Yeah. That's about the worst case scenario you could ever dream of for this town. You start to think about like how all this stuff has happened in the last couple months, like, you know, and then the hack and all this other yeah. stuff. And you start to think, is all this related? Like, to sure, this? of course. Well, no, it's all related to F1. It's a global. Well, I know it's all related to F1, but like, were there things done and moves made? By people in the dark that may have for the culinary union? No. Who I knows? I'm I just don't saying so. no, no, no. I don't no, I don't no. know, but I don't like believe that. I don't believe that, but I do believe it's all connected to F1. I think the spotlight on Vegas has never been brighter globally than it is with the changes and the money and everything else going into F1. That you're this town is a hundred percent a target for a lot of things right now. 
Yeah. There's a lot, a lot of things painted. Uh, but then one more before better to book it. Can you explain to me what the fuck was going on yesterday at the Phillies game? <laughs> Somebody tried to bring this into the game. <laughs> Somebody al- tried to bring it's an alligator. Alligator. It's an alligator. As a service animal. That's an alligator. <laughs> they actually, this guy has a Instagram with 25,000 followers. What? Wally. His name is Wally the alligator. He's an emotional support alligator. People, <laughs> people hold him and walk around with that thing. An alligator? An alligator. Like and they, they tried to, serious? they tried to bring him in to the Phillies and Pirates game yesterday in at Citizens Bank Park. Yeah. The owner had Wally on a leash. He's a five foot alligator. And that on the stadium's policy, it says that certified service dogs and service uh, or service dogs in training for guests with special needs are welcome. All other animals are prohibited. He's got 25,000 followers on Instagram and 100,000 followers on TikTok. Wally denied entry. Uh, he drew comparisons to the famous curse of the billy goat involving the Cubs. Oh. In 1945, they tried to bring in a billy goat to the game and it was denied. And then the Cubs never won the World Series again. So now it's going to be the curse of the alligator on the Phillies. Wally the alligator. <sighs> I'm not a fan of alligators. Why would you be? Would you want to sit in a game with that thing next to you? It's a dinosaur. So it's a legitimate dinosaur. Last summer, I went to Padres game by myself. We okay. were in San Diego, and the kids were in the room and said, we don't want to go. So I went by myself, and I said, okay. give me the best seat in the park that's available right now. I sat six rows by and home plate. Yeah. I walk in, and a guy is sitting with his dog. The dog is sitting in my seat. Oh. The dog weighs 80 pounds. Oh, God. Okay. And I'm like, that's that's." He goes, oh, is this your seat? I said, yeah, this is my seat. So the dog sat at my feet the rest of the game. It's a nice dog. Didn't do, you know, but I was like, I can't believe. I was covered in dog hair, shed all Uh. over the seat. And I was like. I mean, you got it when they tell you service dogs are allowed. It's all right. Those dogs are allowed. If I walked into a game <laughs> and a fucking alligator was sitting next to me, like, hold on. I need my money back. I need a new section. Can you imagine the ball waiting in line to get my ticket scam with the kids? And this guy is holding Wally on a leash. <laughs> Walking him, walking an alligator. What the fuck is that? Oh, it's my service. It's Hold my on, dinosaur. time out. My service dinosaur. Yeah. You, <laughs> you, you bring him places all the time. Well, okay. There got to be a limit to this. Somebody's right? got to stop. You can't have an alligator <laughs> be to serve. Like, who is that calling? Like, I hear these things with the service animals. I need a dog, a cat. calls me down. I pet it. I feel good. Yep. I seen last year Josiah on the Twitter. He's so funny. He did the peacock when the peacocks yeah. were in it. St. Peter's. Right. Peacock. A peacock was your service animal? Yep. How is that even possible? Rooster. Okay. 
I've seen I've seen roosters, a service rooster. <laughs> it's you're not even fucking with me right I'm now. A, I'm, I'm fucking, it's a service cock. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> got me. Got me again. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> oh, what? I can't even believe you just said that. <laughs> that was me. I don't even know if I can. I might have to get up and go piss. I don't believe you just said that. Everybody blames me for the stuff. You killed the whole thing. Oh, that was good. Move the show I got myself. I knew I was going to say it. I got myself. <laughs> that was good. That was really good. But it's true. I, I, I have A seen that. A service rooster. What do you call it? I just, uh, I just told you we call it. I know. Well, what do you name it? To name the Gator Wally. Oh, what I do you know. name the service rooster? Put it in the chat. Pornhub? I don't know. Service talk. Oh, I can't even stop. Oh, my God. Too good. Things up a little bit. Need to just slide our way in something else. Oh God. Okay. Uh, Tulsa minus three tonight. Here are the numbers for Tulsa, in case you were curious. Uh, Temple's one in three ATS or zero in three against teams from the FBS. However, ATS wise, Miami crushed Temple last year by last week by thirty four points at home. Why was Miami playing at Temple? I have no idea. Uh, one road game this year for Temple. They lost by 29 points. Tulsa's two and two ATS lost by 33 as 33 and a half point dogs on the road to Washington killed by Oklahoma by 49, but they won last week. As I mentioned, Temple's averaging 12.7 points per game offensively. That's horrible. Tulsa turns the ball over 2.3 times per game. That's top 25 in college. Football. I didn't hear where you said. Better than invoking it. Tulsa I three. We owe Whitrock a new computer. He spit out his water all over his computer. Guys are wrecking their cars. Cocky Rocky is his name from, from Rocky. What do you name in the Put it in. <laughs> oh, God. It's too Book bad. Book it. I don't. <laughs> Book it. You don't even know. You don't know. Book it. Right. Watch yeah. the game. Give me Temple. Give, oh. give you Temple. Stop. Yeah, give oh. me Temple. That's fine. I'll take the points. I'm getting my uh, my resident Tulsa friends that said said good bet. Uh, under 46 tonight. Lions and the Packers. Bet this. Yeah, it's just nine and two. I don't know what the scenario is that it goes over. Um, Green Bay scores a lot. Multiple turnovers, and I think there has to be a special teams or a defensive touchdown. This Fair. And I think the Packers have to score. I think the Lions are going to score tonight. I think the Lions, it's a race to 20, like I mentioned. I think the Lions score. Just play out like the Green Bay Atlanta game. Sim, could very well. Yeah, I agree. Yep. That's right. a very good call. That's, yeah. that's that's the game. It kind of the Lions like haven't the Lions it. haven't played a great passing offense, but the the Packers haven't played a really, really good defense yet. I mean, the Saints defense is okay, and they scored 18 points on them. So they had six going into the fourth quarter, though, right? Like and then the injury, Derek Carr, and everything else, and everything they got opportunities, changed. everything yeah. changed. So, like, I don't think they faced, you know, a, a, I think this defense is going to be tough for them to face with the Lions. And I think not having Bakhtiari, I think Hutchinson's going to have a big game tonight. Yeah. Under. Under. I have a prop bet for you. Tight end Luke Musgrave, over 36 and a half yards receiving. Through three weeks, 
The okay. Lions have given up more yards than anybody else to tight ends. In week wow. one, in week one, Gray got three catches for the Chiefs for 31 yards. In week okay. two, Noah Fant had four catches for 56 yards. Okay. Kyle Pitts in week three, five catches for 41 yards. Musgrave last week was the number one targeted receiver. He led the Packers in receiving with six receptions. Had a long, I think he went up with 50, yeah, 50 yards last week receiving. He's gone over this number two of three times so far this year. What's the juice? Minus 110. Oh. What I, what I got last night. It's moved. It's now, it's now 39 and a half. This number's oh. jump. This number's jumped three yards. Okay. But when I bet it. Uh I mean at this 36 and a half, I would say bet it. Just, you know, you find it. I, I didn't even know who Luke Musgrove was. He's a rookie. He it. He's a rookie tight end for the for the Packers. Where did he play college? Oh, where did, did Luke Musgrove know? I don't know. play? I don't, I don't, know, don't know where Luke, Luke Musgrove, Musgrove played. If you guys know where Grave, not Grove. Musgrave. I'm in the oh, that's an A. All right. Yeah. That's an A. Sorry. Musgrave. Uh, eyes watering still from the service talk. I can't stop. <laughs> Luke Musgrave played college going. football at Oregon State. Oh, okay. Second round pick. Of the Packers. Love that prop. Rainmaker said he loves it. Good. All right. Well, that's that's good to know. So there, if you're looking for you're looking for a prop bet, that's my that's my prop bet play nice of work. the day. Um hold on one second. Oh wow, did I not put that on? I thought I did. Oh what? hold on. So like our live stream stuff can run without me actually seeing it. I just have to set it up. And then so I didn't actually um I wasn't actually monitoring it today. Okay. Normally, normally I do. Hold on. Let, let me see what the, uh, I knew we could, could pull up the super chats if we have any. Um, we had a couple we... that popped up. Okay. Uh, uh, big, business, let's... big business got one. Okay. I'm loading, uh, I'm let's loading see. up my hot dog cart, boys. Well, nice. In route. Dave's Daily Picks, thank you for the early show. Wife's car was, uh, was on fire? Like what? legitimately on fire? Okay. Uh, wife's car was on fire. I needed the distraction. She's fine, but I need to buy a new car. Damn, man, that sucks. Oh, uh, no. big business is those Astros to see full of peckerheads. Like you mentioned before, big business. Also, I got the three to one ticket on the Rangers to win the division. That's good. Mm. Lions money line pack tees to eight. Bad idea. I mean, you're creating a middle for yourself. Do you like doing that? No, just do it in game. Don't have to do the teaser where they both just do it in game. Yeah. They're separate bets. Like take okay. your shot on Lions money line right now. If they get a lead, take the Packers plus. You're going to get more points than eight. You know, if you get a <laughs> touchdown early, you're 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 really good. So it's pretty good. So Jack Jack said, "I can't breathe." <laughs> I believe me. I I stopped for a second myself. I was. <laughs> oh, that's really good. Uh, okay. Favorite thing about? Wait, did I get them all? Hold on, I think I got them all. Uh, I'm loading up my my hot dog cart and I'm in route. Where's he going? He's What's coming to the strip to open up food trucks because th- they might need food trucks down on the strip. Oh, that was okay. The F one was it the okay. culinary union being out? Uh, I see. Okay, it's gonna get ugly today. if that happens. Favorite thing about today is what? Are you kidding me? One, <laughs> early start time, but I don't even think it's a question. That might be my favorite thing of the entire year, twenty twenty. Redoing the show is the service. <laughs> I, thought, I thought Wally the Gator text was enough. Little did I know that that was the appetizer to the main course. Rooster service. <laughs> I, I mean, you had people lubed up and you had bonus wars and people robbing for the rollies. Mornings. It's stuff. a morning show. And We're a morning show holy now. Shit, we are a morning show. I, 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 I can't wait one 
to think about it, two, watch it back, and three, I got to take a piss. So what's your best favorite thing about today? <laughs> that was uh, it's this show. It's always it's it's always this show. Uh thank you guys. I gotta post the show really fast and then get to an appointment at eleven forty five. Thank you for being here. He's Dave. I'm Matt. Roll call Friday today, same time as normal tomorrow, eleven ish Pacific, two p.m. ish or so. Like button, everything, all the fun stuff. Thank you for being here. Roll call Friday tomorrow for BVB. <laughs> <laughs>